all month long at Ski October at the Moss Eisley Cantina. Happy hour goes from 4 to 7. All Lady Jawas drink for free. And half-off Pucks Delight for Chagruta females and moisture farmers. $5 Tatooine Sunrises. And $10 pitchers of jury juice all month long. Plus, four nights a week, Bigram to Ann and the Mole Nose, your favorite cantina band, play all the hits. Moss Eisley Cantina, just south of Dune Street in Tatooine. Fanta Uber available until the first sun rises. New locations in Hawk and Cloud City coming soon. Sorry, no droids allowed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 162 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolchahi, and my co-pilots for this happy hour adventure, the young, the restless, the Clark Gable, mush that. Dude, you look, you shave the beard. I did. And you have this very trimmed out mustache. Mm -hmm. Looking good. Thank you. Thank you. I hate it. But your girl likes it. Uh, She kind of digs it, but she, she wavers back and forth. She's like, I miss the beard. And then she's like... And you know, and then the next day, I like the shaved face. I was like, "Well, the beard's coming back." I'm, I just did this to start over because this whole shaving thing yeah. and all that. Fuck that. Starting over is the worst. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to shave constantly. Like, fuck this. And then the only reason why the stash is still around, mm-hmm. this took a long time to grow, and it's not even that good. You have trouble growing the stash. Yes, yeah. So the stash is here to stay, mm-hmm. not not by choice, but by necessity. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Well, well done, sir. Thank you. Well done. The man we call Crunch Crunch is not here just yet. He is going to roll up and scare the shit out of me like he did last week. <laughs> so he'll be here within the next, I don't know, 45 minutes. The man we call El Hombre. The rock god. The sci-fi sensation. Ooh. I got nothing. Mr. Eric. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. You can't, you put so much thought into everybody else's, and then you just take a crap on me every time. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I, theirs are always the same. Yours, I try to mix up. I actually try to, you know, put a little attention to yours. That's why. How's it going? You could just call me ungrateful. Eric, ungrateful Strather, since Eric I'm complaining about your, your intro for me. Well, tonight, we are so excited to have two amazing guests. Not we are, one. We are very grateful. We are very grateful. From the fun, hilarious, and informative podcast, The Force Dose, please welcome the hosts of that Star Wars Happy Hour, Alice and Laura into the Sith List. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. Got my vodka soda. Yes. We are great. 
I've got my beer tonight. I'm drinking a uh, a new Glarus. The Spotted Cow is a Wisconsin beer that can only be found in Wisconsin. So we smuggled some across the border into Illinois. Wow, nice. I got the Mango Cart from Golden Road. It's one of my favorite beers, especially right now. And then I got a, a beer from Holland, which they sell in pints. So I think I'm going that route next. That's great. Alice, what are you drinking? Uh, it is a vodka soda. I'm still going through the Skinny Girl vodka bottle. Low it's calories. in a grown-up sippy cup with a straw because I'm awesome. classy. Very cool. And the straw is a little bendy. <laughs> yes, yes. The best fair. kind. The best Fuck kind. The bendy straws. kind. I don't even think we're supposed to be talking about straws right now, right? Because straws are not cool to have anymore. Yeah, straws are taboo. Yeah. You know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of places in Chicago that have banned them. A lot of restaurant groups are are down or uh, not down with straws anymore. Yeah, here too. So how's everybody doing? Eric, how you doing, buddy? Man, I am fantastic. Followed by great. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> Everything coming up? Oh, yeah. Everything's coming up. Strawthers, man. Boo, other than your mustache, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually having a pretty good week. I'm excited about this podcast. Me too. Let me tell you why. Because I listen to the Force Toast podcast and I hear us in them. It's just their their voices are way nicer than us and they're smarter than us. Uh, and they, Which and, is a lot and, of people. And, and here's the cool thing. When they make a mistake, <laughs> they have a whole section where they go back to episodes where they fucked up on information. Not that you guys fuck up a lot. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> You have, a, you have a section where they retract what they said and give the real information. So I was thinking, imagine if we did that. That would be, a, that would be an be the entire, entire episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Great on you girls for uh, actually doing that. Car- All Caravan of Corrections. Caravan of Corrections. one of our favorite segments. And it's the coolest name. <laughs> that is pretty good. I'd call Alora. ours additions and retractions. Till the end of time. Till the end of time. Yes. Like till a- the end of time. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> I was I was making a list of things about your guys' podcast compared to ours, where you're, <laughs> where you exceed us, and here here they are. Oh no! Articulate, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> funny, <laughs> and accurate. Those are all the things that you're killing us on. So good yes. job. Great job. Aww. Yeah. Thanks. And you guys are 16 episodes in. I believe we just released episode 17. Oh, 18. My bad. 18. 18. Okay. Good God. Nobody knows. Who knows? Feels like it's been forever. The only shitty thing about their podcast is that you have to wait two weeks to get it. It's so good. You want it every week. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, And thank you, Eric, for saying that we're articulate. I I hope you never hear the three versions of our intro that will never be released to the public ever. It is the most inarticulate bunch of horse shit. It's so bad. <laughs> and so awful. There are several episodes in the beginning we had to completely re-record because we just drank too much. Mm. And when I went to listen to it the next day, I realized we had both totally blacked out and had no idea what was going on. <laughs> that sounds like a great podcast. I was about to We're say, that sounds like a wonderful episode. Sounds like Friday night, actually. <laughs> Lessons there learned some, the hard way. Yeah. There were some early episodes of the Bad Motivators where I like lost my shit on the other two guys. <laughs> it's like, can you stop talking over each other? Well, you know, this isn't fun anymore when we have to be all. I'm like, I'll tell you something. I stab until blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I should probably edit that out. I'll take it out. <laughs> well, are you girls ready to get into some crazy geekdom? Let's do it. We love it. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's do a little shenanigans real quick. We are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like now. There's a podcasting Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 27, First Order Transmissions, The Cargo Hold, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Randy and Jason. Tatooine Sons and Around the Galaxy, a Star Wars fan podcast. And 
that last episode we had with Pete was a pleasure. We had a great time. He's the coolest dude. And I know you girls were on his podcast, correct? Right before y'all recorded. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait to listen to that. He is the coolest dude. So um, tune into that one when that comes out for sure. And uh, check us out on social media, thesithlist.net. Check us out on Facebook, The Sith List. Twitter. We'll hand out all those cool things at the end. And email us at thesithlist at gmail.com. We even have a hotline, 707-654-3351. That's 707-65-GEEK1. So there you have it. That was the shenanigans. Now, let's get into the wonderful world of Force Toast and find out how that started and how you guys came about to make a podcast and all your fandom and all that great stuff. Um, well, I guess as far as just how this all came to be, Laura and I both are really into Star Wars trivia. And before The Last Jedi came out, we call it every time a movie comes out, we call it Star Wars season for trivia because they always do the themed ones. Nice. And we had been going around to different trivias and playing and like winning or coming close. And we had been at at least one at the same time, I think. Um, I, I'm pretty confident because I remember seeing this Facebook post like, are there going to be legends or extended universe stuff in the questions? I was like, oh, that bitch is my competition. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> me. I remember, yeah, I remember seeing you. I was like, oh, because I was going around playing by myself because I didn't have anyone who wanted to accompany Aww. me. And the very last trivia of the season, there's a trivia master that we had both met. and. Um, he was like, hey, you guys need to meet. Like, you're really going to hit it off. So we obviously we met. Whoa. Whoa. And uh, one of the first things we did was exchange like what podcast we listened to. Oh, cool. And then we had like hundreds of dollars from winning these trivia things to different bars. So we would just like meet up and just drink a shit ton of wine and eat wings. And, you know, that sounds like the and, life right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trivia, yeah, wine, <laughs> wings, money. What else do you need? I'm, yeah, we had racked up several hundred dollars. <laughs> I know I'd racked up at least 400. So we're probably at close to that. Anyway, we started talking and we're like, okay, well, women, chick podcast, whatever. You know, girls who talk like us and just say shit and fuck a lot. Um, chicks who are in like our stage of life where we've gotten kind of cynical and jaded because it's not all kittens and rainbows surprise there um <laughs> and people who don't like take themselves too seriously and you know drink a lot of wine um and whatever and we thought well what if we gave it a whirl so laura you had some thoughts when i first mentioned that uh yeah i was really resistant to the idea just because i knew there were so many different star wars podcasts out there <laughs> um as we both knew yeah and so we you know our the the intention was that we wanted to see we wanted to make sure we were doing something different we were bringing something new to the table we've got some ideas sort of in the works that we haven't fully executed yet but hopefully that that kind of stuff is coming within the next year or so um that will be something sort of different i think uh, but yeah, the full name of our show is Force Toast to Star Wars Happy Hour. And the general concept is that we drink wine and talk about Star Wars. And usually we kind of talk about whatever's in the news uh, with films, TV shows. Alice and I are both avid readers. Um, so we talk about usually we will wait a couple of weeks and talk about any recent books that have come out. 
um, try and give people a chance to catch up, especially this season. There's been this fall. There's been so many. It's been yeah, extremely uh, right. Yeah. Aggressive with how many books have come out recently. How dare they? How dare um, they? Seriously, it's, it's overwhelming. Uh, but yeah, every episode on our show, we quiz each other. Um, our show is explicit. So if you're not into explicit shows, we may, we may not be for you. Well, if they're um, listening to this, they'll listen yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. Got they're it. Good everyone's, to go. on, yeah. everyone's on board here then. That's great. Yes. Um, but yeah, Alice and I have had a lot of fun. Uh, the night that we met, she actually beat me in trivia. I came in second and was just like, what the fuck? Oh. And this, yeah, it was really fortunate because it could have gone either way. I feel like when the quiz master that night introduced us, it could have been like, who's this bitch? Like, I don't need this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately it worked out in our favor. And, uh, once Alice sort of planted the idea of doing a pie, a podcast, it, you know, you can't kill an idea. It was just no. there. And then I started kind of thinking about, all right, what would we do? How would we do it differently? Like, you know, what, what can we bring to the table? And here we are. So yeah, it's, it's been a fun journey. We launched this, uh, this past February and it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's the chemistry you guys have. It sounds like you guys have known each other for like 15 years. It's awesome. It's so Thank cool. Thank Yeah. Thanks. No, it's really cool. And I love the happy hour part of it. Who doesn't like happy hour for God's sakes? Exactly. Amen to that. Amen. No, I go home and I have. <laughs> oh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I have to go home and take a nap every other Saturday. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> we know you, you love the Star Wars, obviously, and you love the trivia of the Star Wars. What's some other stuff that you're into? It's like Marvel, DC, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Like, what do you, is there anything that you guys also like other than Star Wars? Um, I mean, I think. Probably the most notable fandom for me outside of Star Wars is Harry Potter. And it's been a while Ooh, since okay. I've been really sort of active in that fandom. But that's one that will kind of stay with me forever, probably. That was my that my first like sort of real deep dive into fandom, because that was also sort of the first one where I had we like where the Internet was a thing. Um, right, right. So that that whole everything with Potter kind of came about as the Internet was sort of coming of age. Um and yeah, it's been a while since I've revisited it. It's been a while since I've watched the movies, seen the shows. I've seen the Cursed Child, Cursed Child play twice. Oh, wow. uh, and I, nice. I I actually really love it. It's it's significantly better than the damn script book that they released. That was a mistake. The play is oh, yeah. really, really good, but the, the book doesn't give it any justice at all. Where did you, um, see, where did you see it? I saw it in London like two years ago, and then I saw it in New York last year. And I got, it was great because the New York cast was the original West End cast that they brought back for the Broadway oh, show. That's cool. So I got to see the original cast, which is really neat. Um, I uh, I was a big BBC Sherlock fan when that was sort of in its heyday. Oh, cool. I, I enjoy Game of Thrones, but I was sort of late to the party on it. I, I had watched parties with my friends for the last season, but I didn't really get into it until that last season. Uh, and I enjoy the MCU. I find the mov those movies entertaining. I'm not a super hardcore fan. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, in general, I don't know if I'd call myself a film buff. I've always really enjoyed like sketch comedy and, and comedic films. I'm like probably one of the few remaining viewers that watches SNL every week still. No, um, I, I do. I do. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I could. Uh, I, I love John Mulaney's stand up. I could still I could probably like quote every thing that he's ever said oh, that's cool. um in his netflix specials um but yeah comedy is a big thing for me too so yeah but that's that's kind of the gist of it for me yeah very cool that's awesome that's nice. everything that we talk about i mean we don't we're not really into uh we don't talk a lot of harry potter but i know eric is a big harry potter guy yes sir that is correct yeah. all within the last year man 
Whoa. I Craig, had I never. Oh, shit. Well, so Harry, Harry Potter came out at a time where I was at an age where, you know, I was a, in my early 20s, I guess. And, you know, I didn't have friends who had kids. And so it, it just wasn't my thing. And I had a guitar student that was he shamed me. I was trying to explain to him what the what three, four time was. And I had heard uh, uh, David W. Collins episode of the soundtrack show about the the Harry Potter soundtrack. And I was saying, now, listen, that theme is in three, four. And he goes, um, I'm sure this kid's 10, by the way. I'm sure you've seen the movies. I said, no. Oh, well, of course you've read the books, right? No. He goes, oh, this is just getting sad. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I got dragged by a little kid. So I'm like, okay, I'll show you. So yeah, I read them all inside the last year, man. That's crazy. That's great. Nice. That's so awesome. It's really, it's a great, like, it's a great story for all ages. So hopefully you were still able to like, gets the same thing out of it that you know so many people got out of it when they started reading it even as children oh i was totally into it very immersed i love the books i i I read them way faster than i've read any of the last few star wars novels i've dug into so oh yeah yeah alice how about you what's some other fandoms that you're into oh when i was in so my huge geeky person here um it's okay my two best friends oh yeah is it? Are you sure? That's totally fine. Um, my two best friends in most of middle school and high school were these two dudes, and we hung out like all the time. And uh, we were super into Lord of the Rings. Like we oh, learned how to write in Elvish. Um, oh, they bought shit. like swords off eBay, and we'd have oh, like God. sword fights in the driveway and built sparkler bombs and yeah, that's shit. An, that's another level. It was. <laughs> but that's cool. That's, yeah, we're, you're talking to a guy that. Well, you're not talking to me, but Eric makes lightsabers, for God's sakes. And he makes I, them like, he's yeah. a badass. So. He was mentioning that today. We were yeah. talking about a business idea is the hairdryer lightsaber, where oh. it makes lightsaber noises when that, you that would be turn it on and has like a strobe light on it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Perfect. Eric <laughs> It'll be, perfect be cool, man. Yeah. I'd buy it. Yeah. I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So also Sherlock. I think we're both Cumber bitches. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Harry Potter here too. Walking Dead, like last season, totally drew me back in. Yeah, right. Last season was really Um, good. Um, I about like I lost my shit. I couldn't even sleep after the second to last episode. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Marvel, not so much. I think Laura's much. You're much more into Marvel than I am. Okay. Where you get it more. <laughs> but, but yeah, same stuff that we're into. Did you guys get to watch it? Anybody get to watch it? No. I loved the first one and I haven't gotten to see the second one yet, but Alice and I talked about going to see it this weekend. Okay, cool. Because we're going to do a non-spoilery it review in a second. Oh, okay. So we won't, we won't ruin it for you. Did you guys read the book at all? Nope. No. Okay. And all Neither I know about I. this new movie is that it's two hours and 50 minutes long. My it is. God. It is. It is two hours and 50 minutes. It doesn't feel Did two you? hours and 50 minutes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, doesn't. it flies it doesn't. by. And it's, yeah. and it's I have also heard that, that it, do, yes. that it, it flies by. That's great. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love Bill Hader. Oh, okay. Name? So we'll get yeah. into that. We'll, we'll, we'll get into we'll, that right we'll in okay. a second. So let's right. do the box office report real quick and we'll get into all the other cool stuff. Warner Brothers and New Line Cinemas, it too kicked off the fall box office season with a strong $91 million domestically and $185 million global launch. So it almost made, I think it's at $200 million already. 
and it kicked ass. And this was uh, the Purpose easily topped the weekend domestic box office, finishing ahead of the second place film by eighty five million, which was Angel Has Fallen. So here's the. the it's a bit skewed. No, but look at but look at the stats here. It too made ninety one million domestically. Angel Has Fallen has made six million this week, and then Good Boys five point three million. Yeah. Okay, so that's it, and that comes from BoxOfficeMojo.com. So thank you guys. Now, it too spoiler non spoiler review. Boo, do you think you can do a non spoiler review of it too? Uh, yeah, he's a terrible clown. He is an asshole. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. So yeah, so like we just said, a lot of people were afraid about the two hours and fifty minutes. Don't worry, it flies by. Everything that's in it is great. You know, you're you, you don't feel like you're sitting there. You feel you tense the entire time, which is great. All the actors in it, fantastic. Everyone's great. But who steals the show? Oh, Bill Hader steals the show. Absolutely. Bill Hader, absolutely. If this movie didn't have Bill Hader, it would be nowhere near how, as good as it is. Exactly. He is yeah. fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. He's fantastic. Everybody else is great as well. I felt on this one that it was maybe not scarier as far as jump scary, but more unnerving. The the entire time I'm like, oh come on now, no 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 no, what yeah. are we doing? And Boo here? hates horror movies. He's, he despises them. He despises them. He doesn't go see them at all. So for him to go see it one, which mm-hmm. was was pretty fucking scary. Yeah, it was it was scary. Yeah. And this one, you seemed pretty good. I saw you. You weren't like closing your eyes. No, no, yeah, but but it, it was. You didn't grab my hand this time. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I just held on to my popcorn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It, but yeah, I, I do think it was scarier. In a way, you're more unnerving, like I said. But overall, it is great. It is great. Uh, the entire time, I'm like, this is, this is awesome. This is, you know, it's terrifying. I'm, I don't like sitting here, but I'm happy that I'm here to see it. So yeah. So if if there's other people who don't like scary movies like myself, definitely recommend it. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend watch the first one if you haven't seen. If you know, if you're gonna start over fresh and all that, watch the first one and then go see, go see it too and all that. But definitely recommend it. Very good. So yeah, yeah, no seal of approval from this end. So you're saying Sithless seal of approval. Absolutely. What I thought of it, I thought that it was all super, like it was very supernatural. Mm-hmm. Way more scary. Now way, way, way more into the supernatural than the first one. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was watching the Goonies meets the first <sighs> it. So if you, yeah, no, but it, in, in a good way, because it's, it's more like kind of an adventure film by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Correct? You felt mm-hmm. that way? Mm-hmm. You didn't watch the Goonies, so don't act like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh-huh. he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm trying to roll over the yeah. Goonies part. Let's let, let's move on to something actually interesting. <laughs> so it, it it is scary at times, but it's more of like the group adventure aspect of it and how they're going to beat Pennywise. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was gross. I just thought they tapped into the supernatural aspect, and that's what the book does. So if you're a big fan of the book, there's some changes here and there, but it goes along with the book more than anything. Key question. Did you like this group of actors more than the kids? No. I, yeah, I felt the same way. No. I thought really? the, yeah, I yeah. see the kids are so good and the kids are in this a lot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, that, that was my feeling because the, the actors in this are great. You know, uh, what is it? McAvoy, uh, McAvoy, uh, Chastain, Bill Hader, all of them. They're all really good. The other ones we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but the kids, you know, like I fucking know the names of the kids. I just know the one from uh, Stranger Things. And the other kid from Shazam. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a star. Yes. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so, so the but but the kids, 
I don't I guess I felt that they were better actors or they sold it more I guess their looks of fear and just being terrified were more genuine Mm -hmm. I was like holy shit they're gonna fucking die I was like these kids are shitting themselves the the, you know the adult actors they're scared and, 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 and they give the portrayal of fear and you know terror and all that you know just when they hear his name you know that kind of thing they do a good job but I guess it's the adult sense of, you know, because, you know, adults have gone through some shit. They're not that scared yeah. of a lot of things. But the kids are like, holy fuck, we're going to die. Right. So I guess, yeah, but um, both groups did a great job. But I do like the kids acting better, I guess. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. Got it. And yeah. and they de-aged the kids. And you can't tell. Incredible. Really. Incredible. They did a really great job of de-aging them. Especially with uh, uh, Wolf, uh, Wolfhard? Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> he looked great. No. No, the kid from Stranger Things. Wolf, Wolfenson or something. What's I, his I, name? I don't know his name. Mike. My, yeah, Mike from Stranger Things. Because in Stranger Things now, he's fugly. Well, puberty hit. Puberty hit. And he hit him hard. Right. And, and the way they were able to de-age him right. into, into the kid that he is uh, in It One. Incredible. Yeah. You Incredible. Tell. You no. Tell. Incredible. So go definitely, you guys should definitely go see it. If you like the first one, you definitely have to because this rounds it off and finishes it. But here's the cool thing. Mm-hmm. The director is thinking about doing a super cut, which brings everything together. And he has different scenes that he wants to put in that has been deleted. So there, he's in the works right now. And he's talking to them about a super cut. That's, that's so, this is literally what he said. He talked to Variety. No, we're in talks with the studio to make a supercut, which is basically the two movies edited together with all the materials that is not in the release versions. And yeah, there's a couple of scenes that I want to shoot, reshoot, and do more different shots to make this a new experience. So there you have it. And they're not um, uh, putting aside in a prequel idea. That's yeah. That, that's what I heard. Yeah, Skarsgård is is down to do a prequel, which I with one of the only times where i'm like yes give me more especially for a horror franchise i'd be like no no get the fuck away from me i am so down i need more of this clown yeah yeah Yeah, and and then and then seeing like a like a backstory a little bit maybe the first time that he's pennywise i guess that would be you know where he chooses the manifestation of a clown that would be the shit yeah that'd be pretty cool so there you have it that's our it's to review non-spoiler struthers you should i'm gonna need at least like two intermissions (laughs) in that super cut Oh, I know. Can you imagine? Yeah, no, that, that has to be an at-home viewing. That has to be like one of those pause, got to get some new popcorn, bathroom break, I'll be back. Right, that, that yeah. would be crazy. That would be like a six-hour movie? Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm down it. for a six-hour it film. I could do it. You can I'm do so it? I'm so good you at could... watching TV. Oh, you're oh, on yeah. TV, but can you be in a movie theater for six hours and watch it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, easy. Here's a question for you, and we have Not this me. debate on this podcast all the time. Comfy chairs or shitty chairs at a movie theater? I haven't, I've only been to like a fancy movie theater once, so I'm fine with shitty ones. I don't well, need a lot of leg room. Thank you. I'm kind of short. So as long as I'm not in front of someone like Laura, who's very tall, I'm good. So no, no, so, no, but, but, but wait a minute. The, the comfy chairs have to be uh, stated correctly. They are leather reclining chairs where you are the only one. Uh, in that row, so you can't see the other person in the row below you. So, so, so don't don't worry about all the, that. All the theaters here in Southern California have those now. Yes, unfortunately, oh, I, shit. I, I yes. hate I hate them. Yeah, no, they are they are very they're very dangerous. I'll give you that. Where you're just like you recline all the way. You're like, oh fuck, oh, this yeah. is so nice. Yeah, you fall asleep. Yeah, you fall asleep. <laughs> but yeah, not everybody. I'd rather have like a park bench. 
See, that's you. You see, that's like, you. I want my ass God. cheeks to hurt. No, what the fuck? Well, because I'll fall asleep. I don't want to be like nice and cold and cozy. We've talked about this thousand. Yes. Nice, cold and cozy. I want to be able to be like, oh, there's a movie going on. I don't want to fall asleep. So like, give me some pain in my ass cheeks. Well, whatever you as, do, as, whatever you do in the movie theater is your business. But yeah, and then there's the other chairs that the ones that like barely recline, and you know the armrests are you know, yeah, stiff, those are the ones I want. stiff as a board and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I could deal with those too. I would prefer those because I just don't like leather seats. We have an amphitheater here called the Hollywood Bowl. You probably heard of it. Their seats suck ass unless you pay a thousand dollars and get the first like ten rows. They're the just, ones where you can smell John Williams' breath. Yeah. Yes. And they, they have the bench seats and they hurt so badly. Nobody wants to sit, which is great because everybody wants to stand up and rock out during concerts. That's what I want for movie theaters. You. I'm fine with the plain Jane seats. Thank you. Just Alice, thank you. Give them. Fantastic. Yeah, I like to be pampered. So I, I like the reclining. Oh, you do? Beat uh, up all the extra room. I want to like be able to lay back. I, yeah. And then waiters and waitresses come by and get you drinks and they get you your food orders. It's pretty crazy. See, when I was when I lived in Kansas City, we had an Alamo Draft House theater where it had mm-hmm. like the server, the servers came yeah. through, and Alamo's you could cool. order stuff during the movie, and their food was actually really good. Yeah, and we don't have any Alamo Draft House theaters here in Chicago, and I'm just waiting for the day that we get them because they're fantastic. They're theaters. amazing. They, they don't they don't necessarily have all the reclining seats, but no. the fact that you've got this sort of stadium tiered seating and that you can like you can order food and you can call somebody if someone's talking right. on the phone or like talking to their neighbor just being disruptive like yeah they won't let you walk in late at an alamo draft house mm-hmm. like if, you, if you're if it's uh, 10 minutes after the film started nope. damn and i've been to one yeah. in austin and it was great it was it was fantastic they're amazing well no no raj that was just the alamo I, I, i've never been to the alamo <laughs> <laughs> never been. i remember the it. alamo <laughs> touche touche well done well done all right so there is your box office report and your it to non-spoiler review i think it's time since we have these lovely ladies on and eric to get into some star wars mr strothers you want to guide yes. us through this galaxy sure man well hey real quick let's talk about this so this has been in the news of sorts is the reshoots for episode nine and people are acting like this is a huge crazy deal and i don't see why it would be but what what if what's your guys take on that what have you heard Raj? you're closest to jay ward you would get any information before we would well what i've heard through the grapevine which is (laughs) i haven't even asked jason about this but I remember back in the day that he said that the reshoots were already scheduled. So this is nothing to be freaked out over. Films get reshot all the time, certain parts of these films, and don't freak out. But here's my question for you and for you guys from the Force Stoves. The rumor is that George Lucas, right, is being brought back to do maybe some of these reshoots. That's like this big rumor. And it could be complete bullshit. Right, because it's on Reddit and it's on these all these little fucking, but that's not what I want to talk about. I talked to Eric earlier about this. See, I take all these bullshit articles and I try to make something substantive out of it. Right, so I came up with this idea, and I'm gonna. I already know Eric's opinion, and I'm gonna have him talk about it in a second. But I want the girl's opinion on this. What if JJ brings back or had George direct the final scene of the episodic? saga wouldn't that be fucking awesome like he hands over the last scene the last battle because he jj unlike other directors films in sequence 
how, how the movies fit or how the movie is seen is yes, how it's shot. Yes. Yeah. What if he gave that last scene as an ode to him, to us? This is your baby. Finish it off. Girls, what do you think about this? I would shed a tear. I'm kind of like shedding a tear just thinking about it because oh, I love me some G Lu. Um, G Lu. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was great. Yeah. I love me some G Lu. Um, it doesn't, <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he brought in Steven Spielberg to go over like the big, right. you know, Battle of the Heroes and Revenge of the Sith. So mm-hmm. um, I don't find it to be anything like super shocking um i think a lot of people would appreciate it so if that is true awesome if it's I, not I oh well it. yeah, well, yeah how about you laura um i think it would be great i don't think i if i had to go out on a limb and guess i'd guess there's no truth to it whatsoever i, 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 I think I that <laughs> i think he's too far removed from all of it and i don't think that he's had I think he's too far removed from like the storytelling aspect of the sequel trilogy. I feel I just heard I saw today that he has a writing credit on the Mandalorian allegedly. And I wonder if maybe he was spotted there on that set. And that's maybe where this rumor was generated from. And people are just confused because they saw him there. I don't see the sequel trilogy going that way way with him at all i think part of it is that he had this whole he had his own ideas for the sequel trilogy and then all of that got scrapped and and they went in a totally different direction and Mm -hmm. i would just think that maybe maybe there's not some maybe there's no bad blood but i would just think that he wouldn't be as inclined to get involved with something like that when he had the opportunity to get involved with the mandalorian and that set much closer to the end of Return of the Jedi, I think that would be more appealing to him as a storyteller. And he was involved with, with Solo as well, remember? He did he did help yes. Howard write and he did a scene or something for him. Yeah, and that, and that's really neat. And I think that maybe like stuff that's more in that sort of era of, of the Star Wars stories may be something he'd be more inclined to. I'm totally guessing. I don't know anything. I I have no clue, and I could be totally wrong. But that would just be my guess. No, you're probably right. There's probably nothing to this rumor, by the way. And somebody probably saw that he had a writing credit on Mandalorian and made this whole shit up to get clickbait. But I was just thinking, I could totally see that happening. And if it did, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be pretty rad to give George. But how shitty would it be if the scene totally sucked? See, that's uh, that, that's my thing. Is <laughs> yeah. like, what would it be necessarily? You know, uh, uh, you know. Well, the, it could be the. Well, I don't want to. It could be the Ray versus Palpatine, or Ray versus Ray, or however, whatever the hell that happens that we don't know yet. Allegedly, how it happens. It could be that scene. Remember, if it was Obi Wan versus Anakin on Red Sith, that scene kicked ass, man. It did. The fight scene was amazing. Mm, the set piece, the music, yeah. everything was incredible. Yeah. Except for like the surfing and fighting aspect. I didn't like that, but whatever. We'll talk about that later. They had to transport them. That was about it. They, they, they had to move from one spot to the other. Yeah, like, they had to do it in a cool way. It wasn't cool. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Struthers, what do you think about this? Well, to romanticize it, I think it would be amazing. I do think that, well, speaking of romanticizing, I think his involvement, like in Solo, for example, George Lucas stepped in and directed a scene. And then when you hear like the actual anecdote of him being there, it's he was there and said, well, you know what Han Solo would do here? Not that. And that was him directing a scene. Tonally, he would be completely different than J.J. And that's let's be real, man. Directing is not something that George Lucas that's 
that's not where his major strengths are. He doesn't lie. excel at directing. Right. It's his, yeah, his strengths are conceptualization and the writing process and all that. And while we're talking about the, the writing credit for The Mandalorian, if you get on IMDb right now and look at his profile under as credits as a writer, all the Star Wars stuff uh, of any recent uh, entry is based on characters created by. That's what the entry is. Even for The Mandalorian, all his writing credit is based on characters created by. So I don't think that I, I imagine he was involved just because Dave Filoni was involved. Well, they, and, they ta- at Celebration, remember, Eric, they talked about how Favreau picked his brain. So maybe he did give him a couple ideas here and there, and then he, they just threw him writing credit because of those ideas. Right. But but again, I mean, w- what all of them say, I mean, for every last thing Star Wars that's come out, it's, he's got a, a credit on IMDb for it. Because it's based off of characters he created. Right, right, right. And that's the whole thing. So don't don't read too much into it. I, would it be cool? Sure it would. But but like I said, tonally it wouldn't match what JJ was doing. If he's there, that's great. What I would personally love is for him to be emotionally invested in it. Whether he actually got there and, and told the actors what to do or not was just that that he cared and and wanted to be part of that process and just just to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, that makes sense. he seemed he seeing him at celebration for the 40th anniversary of a new hope was tremendous. And he was engaged and way into it. And it's like, wow, maybe I had what his thoughts about the current state of star Wars. It, it, maybe I was all wrong about it. And then we saw the Phantom Menace panel and I'm like, nah, I think maybe we were probably a little closer to on track and thought, I don't think he's that hip to it, man. I no, really don't I think, think that, right. that yeah. he wants to do it. So yeah. anyway, it, it sounds neat. It feels good. Well, it was cool but talking about it, Eric. <laughs> it was cool talking about it, Araj. <laughs> Thanks everyone for raining on my happiness parade. I know I'm on your side, Alice. I would love for that to happen. I just, I think like, like Laura said, I don't think it's going to happen, but I, w- I would love for him to be throwing a bone at the very end of this thing. I mean, it's he his could, baby. He could just like point his finger at a storyboard and say, hmm, right. that'd you be just good say, enough. Faster, more intense. That's it. Just say that. There Done. it is. Yeah. There you go. There you go. As long as he's not writing any dialogue, I'm fine. Right. Right. Send your DMs straight to Laura, by the way. <laughs> uh, so while we're talking about the Mandalorian. The EW piece, which in typical fashion of any podcast I'm involved in, big stuff happens immediately when we stop recording. And You're right. why why stray from that? So, yeah, the now Anthony Bresican's not there anymore. And that's a little bit of a bummer, man. He was always our go to Star Wars guy. But it was some pretty good stuff, man. Uh, and one thing this has been honestly pointed out by just about everybody. But some of the images they had, they looked so staged i honestly thought it was they were action figure diorama shots right and and then i'm like ooh, the i don't know the cloth goods look really good on those action figures they must be hot toys and then you realize oh my gosh they're completely staged like i don't think they're actually action shots even when you see that their foot isn't flat on the ground they're like okay hold still put your staff out do all this and that and it to me it seemed like an awkward choice for something you're trying to sell this gritty action western thing and it's like the pictures look so airbrushed and perfect it's very weird 
but there's some some decent information in there. I mean, nothing that honestly that we hadn't already heard about, but for the general public to see it and get excited about it, I think it probably did a good job. Did you know what did I you saw, happen to check it out? Yeah, I checked it out. But you know what I thought of when I saw the, the pictures? I was like, how cool would it be if we had an Eric Struthers hot toy in his Throw the Horns band guitar, like rocking out? That would, I would buy that hot toy, Eric. I swear to God. I don't <laughs> Let own me a drop hot toy. about 20 pounds first and then they can mold <laughs> Well, one. they can just fake it. Yeah. It wouldn't do them just. There you go. You need to drink Skinny Girl. <laughs> Dude. Dude, shit works. Dude, I haven't, I haven't drank in 13 years, man. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even throw 13 But you know years. what? If you do, oh, it's okay. I'm fine. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> if you do, it drink wasn't, Skinny it wasn't, here, here's the deal. Let me. It's not like he's going to go on a bender right now. Are you? What, what are you trying to say about the man? He just said I haven't had a drink in 13 he's years. Going to he's like, it, you know what, Arash? You're right. I'm going to drink I'm right saying, now. If he's Come going on. to, you should be health conscious and go with Skinny Girl. Well, Araj, I need to tell you something. My problem with alcohol wasn't the caloric. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. I gotcha. It was it was other things. It was other things. But I'll tell you what, just in case anybody's ever wondered, this has come up several times. I play in in a hard rock band. I play in bars all the time. I am not morally opposed to drinking at all. As a matter of fact, I think it rules, which is a huge part Cheers. of my issue. So I just don't drink, and that's all there is <laughs> to it. Huge and part nobody of issue. Needs, As I fucking nobody love doing it. Weird about it. No, and, and the you funny know what's thing great about is, drinking everything. Yeah. No, the funny thing is, is that everybody else on this podcast right now is drinking besides him. He is encircled well, by booze. Hopefully, less isn't because he's driving right now. Just, no, but he see. did say on this podcast right now, so it's accurate. No, that's true. But dude, I mean, I play in bars all the time, man. I know, I know. I'm just fucking whatever. It's I I know that you're cool. cool. That's why I I would love to be Struthers' bandmate because anytime somebody buys him a beer, he's like, "So who wants this?" (laughs) Oh my god, dude! Somebody brings up a huge tray of shots, and the three of the out of the five dudes in the band drink, and they're like, "Cool, I get the extra." (laughs) Let's bring it back in. All right, I'm sorry, and talk about Star Wars some more. Oh yeah, that's right. We're doing that. Do you think like is there a it's hard for me because in my immediate circle, people either dig Star Wars or they really aren't interested at all. Mm-hmm. There's sort of no in between. Do you think that the the average television viewer is is the Mandalorian on their radar and is it something they're looking forward to? Go ahead, ladies. Oh, I'd say the average probably no, because when you... So Disney Plus has done like a shit job of advertising itself. Yes. Awful. So far, like super fucking shitty. And then on top of that, like I feel like the Mandalorian when you hear it, so many people and you guys know how Laura and I feel about Boba Fett. Um Yeah, you guys. You know, that's that's where people go immediately. So I feel like well that if you haven't watched any of the preview or read anything about it, like that could be an automatic turnoff for like a shit ton of people. So you have the show where people just make an assumption based off the name, which is like, you know, like totally incorrect on this thing. That's not even really being advertised. So it's not, I don't think it's really going to draw in much until after it starts, like maybe even after the first season's done or halfway through, mm-hmm. you know, after Disney Plus kind of gets its bearings. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think people, well, you know, I, I've had some random people talk to me about Disney Plus and go, hey, when is that Star Wars? But I don't know if they're talking about the Mandalorian or the Obi-Wan. 
because I know you guys are very excited about the Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, grin. just a little. Look at, look, at, look at the grin <laughs> on the face. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited about the Obi-Wan. I, I thought the Obi-Wan was going to be the first show that Disney Plus was going to put out anyways. But I'm stoked about the Cassian, too, because I love Diego Luna. Um, so I can't, I can't complain. I, I'm pretty excited about everything. And the Mandalorian does look pretty damn cool. I know it looks like it's pretty uh, airbrushed in all those pictures, but we're getting a Star Wars show, which is fucking crazy. What are you most excited about, Laura? Are you excited about the Mandalorian, the Cassian, or Obi-Wan? Oh, that's look, a really look, hard look at Alice, call. Look at you. Alice is looking at you pretty uh, there. I, I know. I, I'm excited for the Obi-Wan series. <laughs> I, I, I'm really excited mostly, I feel like, for the Internet's reaction to the Obi-Wan series. Mm. I, I kind of am just excited to watch all of that go down. <laughs> oh um, but Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited yes. for the Cassian series just in general, just to be kind of back in that sort of age of the rebellion era. Mm. That That's by far, I think, my favorite era of Star Wars. Um, but the, the Mandalorian, I wasn't excited about it first. And then we saw this, the footage at Celebration. Um, Alice and I were in the arena, and I, I still was kind of like, huh, okay. Um, then seeing the preview at, at, you know, all the information that's come out since then and the, the footage that we've seen since then, I'm a lot more excited about it. I I work with a couple of like sort of casual Star Wars fans and they knew about the Mandalorian and wanted to talk about it before the, the entertainment weekly coverage came out. Okay. So I, I think that people are probably more aware of it than we might think. Um, but it's, it's hard to say. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm, you know, we're all constantly immersed in it. We all, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to sort of pull yourself right. out of it and, and realize what's going on. What does the general <laughs> public even think of this? I'm like, who is the general public and why do they matter? Yeah, uh, exactly. But they, but I, I was sort of surprised when I had a couple of people at work come up to me and they were the ones that brought it up. It wasn't, they weren't learning it from me uh, right. that the, the Mandalorian was happening. So Right, yeah, right. it's hard to say. But of those three, I'm more excited for the Clone Wars in February than I am for any of those three right nice. now. Nice. Yeah, people seem to forget about that. Clone Wars is coming back. And that's going to yeah. be really cool. I have a thing. I think Ahsoka is going to be in The Mandalorian. I think Ahsoka is going to be in the Dave Filoni directed episode of The Mandalorian. I'm just putting it out there. I don't know anything other than just guessing. But that's. I happen. love that idea. I, I have a theory that she's going to show up in the Obi-Wan uh, or in the Cassian series, actually, oh, the Obi Wan could work too. But if they're Cassian with the, with them both being uh, fulcrum agents in the time oh. period, I think that we know that it's going to be taking place. I think that's a very real possibility. Well, if they ask Filoni to direct one of those episodes, then I think you have a better uh, theory on this. Your hypothesis yeah. reigns higher than mine. Fingers okay. crossed that that happens. I'd be on. I'd be fully on board for Ifloni and all of his involvement in Star Wars and any anything he does. I'm I'm here for it with the hat. With the hat, indeed. And by the way, only with the hat. Yeah, only with the hat. By the way, the Mandalorian second season. It's starting. The pre production is happening again. I just nice. saw a nice cool picture of something that they planted. So that's going to be happening soon. So hopefully we'll get to go. Was it Ahsoka? It was not Ahsoka. No. It was, uh, it was, fuck off. Yes, it was. It was Ahsoka. It was fucking Ahsoka, yes. That's why I had the hypothesis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you, you have insider information, no, insider no. trading right now. I'm just right telling now. you. Yeah. You didn't really share anything. Okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, okay. Now, now, mind you, here's the facts. Here's the what we actually know. Hayden Christensen oh, was yes. supposed to be on a panel 
at Star War at the Fanex. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't with somebody That's, else, though. With somebody else, Eric. With in McDermott. Right. Okay. That's what we know. Now, all this other stuff comes from somebody that jumps on Twitter and says this. The Star Wars spotlight panel at FanX was canceled. The rumor is that Disney threatened litigation if FanX Salt Lake allowed Hayden Christensen and Ian McDermott to speak for fear of leaks. These rumors have yet to be addressed by either organization. <laughs> See, if we, we're going to start adding that to the end of every sentence <laughs> I know, we right? say. These this rumors have not been blah, blah, blah. We should have did that with the Ahsoka thing. Damn it. Could there be some truth in it? I mean, maybe. Absolutely. Sure. I, I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't help but think that if that was the real reason, people would be screaming a lot louder about it. But maybe not, man, because I, I for one, am totally pro Hayden Christensen reprising his role as Anakin in episode nine. And I'm I what do you guys think about that? I want all of the prequel people back. Um, It's weird. Like, I don't really have any kind of theory on it it's just strange that that's all I, I haven't thought much more about it than that to be honest um i feel like if they were gonna put hayden back in they're gonna have to put him in some sort of like like muscle suit or something like he was so ripped in like revenge of the sith and i'm sorry he like naturally he's a very like He's a pretty scrawny little dude. And yeah. so I feel like that would he, he's not like working out. I mean, we all they, everyone saw him at Fan Expo. He's still a, a pretty little guy. Yeah, he looks like he's 12. But yeah, I'm like, and he's always going to look like that. And good for him. I mean, he's blessed, truly. But like, it's I, I, I don't know. I feel like if he were going to be if he was going to show up, they would have been encouraging him to maybe. I don't know. Well, there's a force the gym there's and a pack force, some of the muscle. Fo- well, yeah, but there's a, there's a force <laughs> ghost, and it can have to be all buffed out because they can just CGI that stuff. I would imagine. Yeah, or like yeah. have them wear a muscle suit underneath the, the Jedi robe. Sure, like and it, they could probably pull it off. I I think that I don't know. I guess I would be surprised if an actor who was going to be reprising a role like that wouldn't want to put in the work to ah, make themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah, right, 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 right. That, that and that's that's fully stretched you know I, that's i have no idea again but that and, that's kind of where i would think it would go so yeah you're right he did not look like he was working out this last celebration he was uh, well i mean if you think of didn't mark hamill when he saw the force awakens was like holy fuck i need to like i've packed some on i need to like <laughs> Yeah. get in shape a little bit before yeah. the last jedi started so it could be one of those things like a they could do it like okay really anakin's wearing like giant robes you can yeah they can cares? make it work they can but work. um it could be one of those things too where just like you don't know till you see it that's it mm-hmm. and everybody's saying that the end is gonna like blow us away i think it's gonna be anakin i think we're gonna see Anakin, and he's popping up everywhere I don't know if he needs money or anything, but he's going to all these damn cons. And that Fan X thing was crazy because I saw a video of someone that was sitting there waiting eagerly for them to come out and they announce it. It's been canceled. And he's like, well, and Fan X said Disney has canceled this panel. So they threw it to Disney like it's they weren't fucking around. So it's interesting why they would cancel. They were there. They were in Utah. Both of them. 
I didn't yeah, realize they that they had like they were sitting like people were sitting in a room in a theater like waiting for them to come were. out on stage and that it was that minute of a last minute cancellation. It's exactly what it was. The, vid- the video I saw, the guy was sitting and it was packed room. And then he goes, you see everybody leaving and there's a mass exodus. And you can hear over the speaker some uh, thing saying, sorry, it's been canceled. Disney has canceled this. So they did cancel it for whatever reason. Hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. They were there in Utah. There's no other reason to be in Utah other than, sorry, Dallas, other than uh, NX. <laughs> actually, I've been sitting on this for a while, but uh, Dallas actually, <laughs> Dallas actually got to interview Hayden Christensen for the podcast. What? No. I'm kidding. Jesus oh, Christ. Could you no. <laughs> I was about to say, what did you do, sell him a car? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, hey, want to hear some dick jokes and maybe eat some edibles with me? <laughs> And I can see Hayden Christensen being like, yeah, sure. Oh, my God. You fucking, my, my heart dropped when you said that. I was like, what? Are you serious? <sighs> all right. Is Sorry, there any, man. Any, no, it's all right. It's all right. Anything else from the, the world of the wars? I, I don't have anything intelligent, man. But something I have been wondering is when are we going to get a trailer? Because oh, yeah. force, for, Triple Force Friday is approaching quickly and I, there's some other thing about the that date that i can't remember why it's a huge deal but it's it sh- should be a national holiday good god can't you let me set it up god i can't <laughs> have anything nice i was going on about how it's the most important day of the year for some other reason and blah 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 and you just cut me off it, it's Triple on alice's fun? birthday dumbass that's when it is oh i, I said it was <laughs> my birthday so I, didn't, I didn't know it was alice's birthday i was just saying it was my birthday your when is your birthday it's on the october what third fourth Fourth. And the Joker comes out. The next season oh, of Big Mouth shit. comes out. What? Big Mouth's coming back finally? On the B-Day. Yay. Uh-huh. Big, and, Ma- uh, Big Mouth is pretty yeah. amazing. By the way, Love speaking of Big Mouth, Les, <laughs> Les, Les Gonzalez is here. Guys, say, hi to, say hi to Les. Let me put the video on you. Say hi to Les. Don't, don't put the video on me. I'm, I'm haggard as hell. That's all right. You're not haggard. How's everybody well, doing? He's handsome as can be, man. You are. you got green eyes, so shut up. Oh, <laughs> it's more of a curse than a blessing. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh boo hoo! Oh, boo hoo! I have rear <laughs> eye color. What the hell did I, I just walk into? What did I really just you, come into? You literally, can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fine, yeah. All right, let, let's rein it in here. Let's yeah, I'm it. trying. You guys started oh on me. God, I'm lashing oh, out. Okay. Cheeks hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Big fan of Big so, Mouth, though. You are. Yes, I am. Yeah. Very, very funny show. Yeah, yeah it is. It's amazing. Okay, I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. Anyway, are we going to get a trailer before Triple Force Friday? But so that you know people can have an idea of what they're buying toys for. Any 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 bets on this one? I say yes because I read something about it. All right, let's hear what she's read. <laughs> a posting on BBFC website, which I have no idea what the fuck that is. Notes that sounds dirty. that trailer C for the Rise of Skywalker has been officially rated. The preview will run two minutes and sixteen seconds. That is in the ballpark of the final trailers of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, though a tad shorter. The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi trailers were both 2 minutes and 35 seconds, each much hype and buzz as possible. By the time the calendar hits December, Star Wars Episode Nine will be omnipresent. Key question. When does the World Series start? This came from BBFC. World World Series? Mm -hmm. Because I I, I think they might do it game one. Game one of the World Series. Okay. It's in October. That kind of thing, you know, everybody's watching, everybody watches the World Series, 
Dodgers are going to be in the World Series. That's why. Um, it's very possible. So I, I, that's that's my guess. When, whenever the first day of the World Series is, the first game, mm-hmm. that's, that's, when the, that's when we'll see the that's trailer. That's October 22nd. That's pretty, late. that's pretty late. I would go I would go Monday Night Football again. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, yeah they, do, they do own ESPN. Yeah, they do own ESPN and ABC. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, I I think that they need to ramp it up because it's go time, man. I mm-hmm. mean, they've kept this under wraps so much that, that we need to get fucking some advertising out there. And not that it they'll they'll find a shitty Monday night game like uh, yeah, you know, like uh, you know what is it the uh, they did that last time. Yeah, exactly. Where yeah. a game nobody's watching, be like, right. look, watch this, watch right. this at halftime. You have to yeah, watch the and entire they spiked half. The ratings. Up they did, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I watched that the shitty the Bears game. game. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, well, there's there's a reason for that. Oh, was it a Bears so game? Funny. Oh. Mm. Yeah. We have a we have a Packers fan here. So, yeah. oh, 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 she's got the koozie. Oh. She's got the fucking koozie. She's got, got the Bears, Bears koozie. Okay. I should get my cheese head. I should have brought my cheese head from home. Should have. Well, you're just a cheese head in general. <laughs> well, duh. Relax. But yeah, but I actually have one. Yeah, instead of bear being down on the inside. Bear yeah. down all day. <laughs> oh hey, come re- on. The Bears. Remind me. Re- remind me sometime to tell you about having to take this little commuter flight from Green Bay when everybody else on the plane but me was on their way to the Super Bowl. They were going <laughs> oh, to Chicago to get on a better plane. Oh my god, dude. You that's back when you could your carry-on could be a little six-pack cooler. <laughs> it was not a fun flight for me. That is but anyhow, rad. uh here's my other thing, man. So I'm I'm just checking this out right now. For yeah. the last Jedi, I got my opening night tickets on October 9th. Oh. And we've not heard any news about when tickets are going to go on sale for the Rise of Skywalker. October 4th. But I, shut your hole. I would like to imagine that shut it would hole. follow a similar path as what we did for The Last Jedi. So hopefully, man, we'll be hearing about it mm-hmm. soon because we're in the middle of September now. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I, I don't want to see too much more of anything that we haven't seen because I want to go in fresh. That's not going to That's kind of what I was thinking, too. In terms of the footage we've seen, I, I think I'm good. I, I don't want to know much more. Me, too. I was going to say I'd like to see Luke somewhere, but I really don't want to see Luke anywhere until I go see it in a theater. I do want to see Ahsoka, though. That would be cool. In episode nine? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Jesus. I'm just fucking around. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eric. I, I apologize. Normally, man, I, my plan was to go into this as spoiler-free as possible. Mm-hmm. And that has it's just not, not worked out no. at all. But uh, so I'm sort of in that weird spot where, yeah, I'll take whatever. Just show me whatever. Because I've found that much to my surprise, the process of ingesting the spoilers has enhanced my excitement for the movie as opposed to being like, oh, no, I wish I didn't know. But I think I'll still go to the movie and be just blown away. But uh, so, yeah, I'm totally hip to getting more in the trailer but i don't i think i'm kind of done pursuing any other spoilers that pop up so oh no I, I, any spoilers i can get i'll take i will i will soak them in give me all the spoilers any information i i, I don't care ray dice at the end okay that's great and, <laughs> any more yeah no, i'll take more if you got any more give it up just yeah kidding. No. <laughs> dude that's so what pissed. i was that's what i was saying with that scene from the d23 special look where right where we see where she's dark ray and the, she triggers the sabers right then it's like dun, 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 dun. that's the last shot of the movie oh and fuck that. right there it was is that what you're hoping for boo is that what you want um i would be i would not that i'd feel cheated my jaw would drop and then it would cut and i'd be like 
Oh man, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I'd be upset, but I'd be like, "Damn it!" You think the internet is bad now? Could you imagine? Oh fuck! There'd be <laughs> there'd be riots in the streets. Yeah, fuck, that'd be awful. I would be disappointed. That's not what's going to happen. So anyhow, I don't have anything else, man. Okay, but I I do have one question, and I, I want to ask this. I don't know how quick we could do this, but I was going to ask this last week, but I just didn't ask it for some odd reason. We've never asked this question on this show, and we love Star Wars, obviously. We're on the Big Star Wars Podcast Network. Why do we like Star Wars so much? Like, what is the short answer for everybody? What binds us? That's deep. You see, it binds us. That's a reference. Like, what is it about Star Wars that we are so crazy about? And you want a short answer. Well, I want it. You know how, son I, of a bitch. Well, no, because you know how sometimes I, I always ask King Tom when he goes to see a movie first, because King Tom and Eric are ahead of us. Give me a one word description. Well, you never ask King Eric because he never sees movies. You ask King Tom. Yeah, I just want to throw Eric in there. <laughs> but if, if like if we saw it, somebody asked me one word for it. And I said Goonies. And they were ah. and I, it, that, it threw them off. And they were upset. And they were pretty pissed. Yeah. I want to give you. Give me a one word answer of why you like Star Wars. Mine's easy because it's really kind of the same thing for all the fandoms that I, I fall for. And it's escapism is the answer for me. Great word. Great word. Oh, you fancy. Any, anybody else ready? Anybody else? Story. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, mine is uh, Glee. Because every time, give me, give, give me a second. Give me a second. I saw you guys' faces. I saw the turn. No, give me a second. Because every time I see a Star Wars movie, no matter where, whether it's the the action, the space battles, the lightsabers, the set pieces, it makes me happy. Gleeful. I'm gleeful, yes. Where I'm just like, there's a a stupid, stupid smile on my face. Right. I'm just no, like, this cool. is so cool. So that's what that look is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Less story time. That's two words. It's all one. No, we'll, I'll, we'll go one. I would take it as one. Thank you. Thank you for like the back Thanks, Laura, for not It's a legit story for Thanks me. Thanks for not backing like, up. Laura. It is storytelling time. You literally just met last 30 seconds ago. She's got it back. Right, ride or die. Damn. It's the green eyes, dude. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's story time. Legit story time. It is. Escapism is another word, but I didn't want to take that because it's already been used. But it right. is legit story and it is an enthralling story and it's bound all of us together. way too many words now buddy no i'm just explaining in in uh, fleshing this out for everybody thank you for that alice but you already said it i already said it i said story where, said the, story. where are you at bro you good you took too long so he forgot i did sorry, i did you just went on a fucking rant and i forgot what yeah, everybody I didn't said throw you i didn't mess er- it eric up, go ahead meaning and what I mean by that is that the whole entirety of the movie is all the characters finding out what they are actually meant for. And it's like and it changes over time and it's never too late to find out what you were really meant to do, what oh, you're really capable of. I mean, every good. single character, that's the sum of their thing. And that really speaks to me, man. I'm somebody who didn't I didn't figure out what I was meant for until I was you know, a little bit older than, than most probably. And so that, that's something that really sticks to me hard. Thanks for that one word. Uh, fucking answer. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with uh, mine's. I don't what is to, yours? Yeah, what no, is yours? Better be one word. Let, and we're going to move on to tear your shit yeah, apart. We're, we're better be one word. So, no, we're moving on. It's going to be so good that you're going to say, ah, we'll spit it out because it's changed for me since we've oh, done this podcast. Christ. It's family. 
And we're moving on. All right, next, next because topic. Oh, I, I feel fuck, like now here we go. Now it's too fucking got, long. You guys got to do this whole oh, fucking shit. Son of a bitch. Now the fucking show's too long. Thank God I'm editing <laughs> all you fuckers out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be the girls and you. That's it. Just, just me and them. Everybody else. It's just gone. It's going to sound like I'm on their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's gonna sound. All right. Go ahead, sir. Why is this family? But because it is. We are a big family, right? Even over this last couple of days. Certain we things, bigger like one. Yes, we do. Certain things have happened over the, our community over the last couple of days. And people came together in the best possible way to, to help a situation out. And our podcast is like family members. We were at Celebration. We didn't know these lovely girls then. We would have hung out with them. But we hung out with all of our huge, massive group every single night. And it felt like a family. Right? Correct? Or no? Fuck off. You guys don't... No, no, you're 100% okay. right. No, totally yeah. did. Yeah. 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 So that's why. I, I, it, obviously, back then, I would have picked all the other ones. You know, the, the adventure or escapism. But now it's kind of like... It's, it means more than just the movies now to me. That's deep. Thanks. That's deep. Took right. too fucking long, but it's deep. <laughs> well, fuck you guys. I, you guys I, I blanked out after the first word you said. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. All right. Cool. That was nice. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's it, Eric. You got nothing else? <laughs> no, nope, this out. is my last appearance on the show. It turns out this is it. This is the one. Oh, shit. No, no man. I don't have anything else. Okay. But, uh, cool. Thanks, thank you, Thanks though. for uh, letting me go on. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you for guiding us through that. But I think I'm going to get another beer. Does anybody want another beer? I do, please. Thank right. you. It's yes. just going to be the downfall. Do you guys want to get your drinks? And Okay. Cool. Another round. Do you want anything? No, I have, I have okay. a Holland beer for you that I picked just for you. A Holland it's beer. It's a pint. It's a beer from Holland. It's not called Holland beer. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a Dutch beer? Go ahead, sir. I'll drink it. Why are you Let's being an asshole? I'm just giving you a fucking beer. Yeah, that's great. He's just Let's trying to it. help you out, man. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Less is being your friend, dude. That's, that's it. It's it. <laughs> if if he would have explained it shorter, he would have been happier. Oh, it, uh, it's called. You tried to give him one word, and he wouldn't have it. I gave him Eric, a great word. Eric, it's Dutch. This is, this is the best part. This fucking beer is called Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing has to stay in the show. <laughs> it's fucking called. Dutch. You cannot edit this out. <laughs> oh shit, that's wonderful. That is Hulkin. So perfect. That says so Dutch good. Republic, <laughs> and it's a Holland beer. <laughs> Oh, imported fuck. from Holland. That's so. That is. Oh, that oh is the universe God. shining a light upon so us right now. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh fuck. That's These wonderful. are moments that need to stay in the dev show oh. and just oh fuck last that, forever. That made my stomach hurt. Evergreen moments. Oh. Now we have a voicemail from our boy Rick Villanueva, hey. and it has something oh. to do with yeah. Rick's the best, right? We have yeah. some. It has something to do with last week's topic about Joker. Awesome. No, we got in pretty deep on that. So let's listen to what Jim has to say. You mean Rick? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have a voice from Jim too. Let's listen to what Rick has to say. Please be Rick. Hey guys, it's Rick here. Just outside of Chicago. Sunday morning, listening to uh, episode 161, which is great, by the way. Fun times Thanks, all the Rick. way around. Got a couple of things I wanted to bring up to you. Um, continuing your... Uh, your Joker conversation, I think all of you guys are kind of spot on with your takes on how good the movie can be and kind of what um, could possibly be some inherent dangers afterwards. But I think the reason why something like this can be seen as problematic, as great as a movie 
as it could be, or, you know, Joaquin's uh, performance and, you know, the way it's directed in the cinematography and all that can be absolutely stellar. The problems with it come when you have a character like the Joker, not so much sensationalized because everything about him is inherently sensationalized. The problem lies when you have a character like that who becomes, um, you start to feel sympathetic for. Mm -hmm. I think people can latch onto that and say, hey, I'm very much like this. And yeah, it's hard for people to distinguish art from influence. And along those same lines, you'll have a problem if it starts to be something that becomes appropriated in the same way like the, the Punisher skull is appropriated for a political message. That's just where we are when things like this people associate with a victimhood in terms of these kinds of pop culture things where somebody is inherently bad and we know everything about them is bad as far as their motivations. When when you start to paint them in a picture that shows them as a victim as opposed to, you know, just the 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 after effect of, of how heinous that, you know, they can be, um, it starts to paint them in a different light and people start to see them differently in you know, they, they start to maybe rationalize behavior. And if that starts to extend outward, you can get some nasty results out of that. Hopefully people will walk away from a movie like this and not, you know, latch onto that. So like I said, like the, the Punisher logo, the Guy Fox mask and be for Vendetta, you know, these are things that have been used for a political slant in a real world that I don't really think has a place. And you're talking to a guy who voted for the Joker to kill Jason Todd back in, uh, what, 88 or 89 or something. Really? It was a slim margin, and I was probably yeah. the one guy that tipped it over the scales to uh, for the Joker to use a, a crowbar in a terrible way. So, wow. sorry, Jason Todd. R.I.P. Thanks for a great <laughs> show every week. Oh, that's I love my Sith List shirt with Maul on it. That shirt yeah. is great. So, uh, thanks for putting up fantastic designs. Guys, get on the Tee Public. Order some of these shirts. They're great. So with that, guys, get forward to the next yeah. episode with uh, my neighbors over in Forest Toast, Laura and Alice. Yeah. Great. We'll talk to you soon. May that force be with you. Thanks, Rick. Rick's the coolest. You know what's cool? Rick looks just like Cassian. He looks just like Diego Luna. Have you seen his picture? He's, Laura he's, met him. He's definitely oh, you young for his... He looks young then. He does. Because if he's he one really of the does. dudes he's to got vote... he a baby face. Yeah, yeah. If he's one of the dudes to vote for Jason Todd, like... Right. In 88? Yeah. Okay. Good for you, Rick. Good for you. What's thank your secret, you. bro? And thank you for that voicemail. That was a solid voicemail. And thank you for buying that cool, that I was going to say cool shirt. What a pompous asshole I am. Thank you for buying our synthless shirt. And it is it, it is cool though. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you got to be honest. I appreciate yeah. it. You be proud of your own. And thanks shit. for the plug, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, so I will. We talk about this all day and all night long. I have different opinions than I think Les and Eric and Boo on. I don't remember. I think Boo might have been on my side on this one, but I think that this movie is not going to sensationalize. Uh, Joker as as everybody else seems to think it is I think it's going to show how someone can spiral to a place where they can't come back from and the picking on somebody and the treating like somebody like shit can actually have major effects on people and I think we're going to walk out of that theater just blown away about how disturbing that process can be so that's my take but I totally understand what you guys were saying because somebody did dress like the Joker and go into the movie theater and blow a bunch of people away. You know what I mean? That yeah. happened after uh, the last uh, Nolan film. So I, I totally understand we're at a place where we have to be careful. But I don't think that this is going to sensationalize it. I think it's going to do the opposite. I'm praying. I'm hoping. Knock on wood. But I would love to get your guys' takes on this whole situation. 
I feel like we have to wait until we see it because mm-hmm. no matter what, it's just this is how life is nowadays. Someone's going to take something a certain way or, you know, there's always going to be a minority or something that takes just something way, way farther than it should go. Unfortunately, that's again, that's life. But I I don't think I can really make a judgment on it until I see it. Um, and I mean, that's, that's that, like, I, I can see yeah, both sides sense. of what you guys have said, um, and both make sense to me. It's just, I have to say it. I'm not totally sure how I want to speak on it because some of those sort of of the opinion that some of those social media posts are making a good point. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, I agree. The I agree. trailer that I saw, I thought looked like a good movie i i but i'm also of the opinion that i don't know if this is a movie we really need right now that anyone really asked for so i i wish i could tell you that i i was willing to wait to pass judgment until after i see it but i don't know if this is a movie that i i don't know i i'm i think some of those some of those posts made some valid points yeah, so they i'm did. sort of inclined to go that route and sure sure I wish I didn't have to make the uh, have it be an option right now. I just I wish know. this they would have just shelved this. This was I think it's a I think it might not be a good idea. You just think personally. at this time at this time in society it's not the right time for the film. Yeah, like but this. I wish I could tell you that in five years it's going to be better, or in ten yeah. years it's going to be a better time. But right. I don't think it is. So no, it might be I, worse. I, yeah. So I don't know. I, I wish I could be inclined to not pass judgment, but I'm. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. No, uh, absolutely. And I know, I know, Eric believed it kind of was on the same boat on. Yeah, man, this is something I really struggle with because I, I don't care for censorship. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's problematic when you have to be so guarded where you're so afraid to say the wrong word at the wrong time and be have things taken out of context and all that. And in reality, should a movie should we be concerned that a movie is going to make people go out and turn into psychos no it's unacceptable that that's where the world is but the unfortunate part of it is that's where the world is and i really i am very torn about this yeah but let me ask you this what if this was a movie made about the columbine massacre from the point of view of the the two dudes who did it but it was instantly to show how downtrodden they were and like you said when we watched the trailer for the joker the instant you see it you're like right you feel sorry for him what if it was done like that because i'm going to tell you something those two guys there's Mm -hmm. an entire corner of the internet where they are held in high regard and they are considered role models people they're gods and they talk about what was this person's kill count that i just read a whole article about it but that's where things are and I realize the Joker is a fictional character and some good can come out of this. And again, I'm I'm saying all this from a devil devil's advocate standpoint, almost because I really don't know how I feel. But what if that was the subject matter? What if it what if the Joker were those two dudes who mm-hmm. walked into that school in trench coats and shot that fucking place up? Now I'm getting hot. I'm sorry. That's right, and yeah. then how would you feel about it? Yeah, how no, would you I, feel about it then? No, it would be and, awful. But, but because you're you're showing what a victim this these dudes were. And man, mental health and blah, blah, blah. But here's what you really did. Right. But you really shit on the victims, the actual victims by turning the perpetrators into the victims. Right. But what I'm what I'm saying is that before we even see the film, we we don't know exactly the subject matter of what the film is going to be. And 
if we start censoring ourselves this way, then we're fucked. Yeah. See, see, that's that, that's my thinking is if that we start letting them the cost of it. If yeah. We start letting the people that go in and do these stupid heinous acts start to dictate what kind of art we are able to see and watch or even go to a museum and look at. They fucking won. But unfortunately, that's that's where we are, man. So, like, you have a point, Araj. We should be able to see this. But I would feel a lot better if in all the marketing they showed that there is a foil to this. Because what they're showing us or what we're all able to draw the dot to is simple. You make this guy, you beat this guy down, you you, you pile on him, you bully him, you push him, you push him, you push him. And all of a sudden, his only answer after therapy fails and other things fail is to lash out and cause chaos and set shit on fire and blow stuff up and poison whole city's water supplies and take, you know, bolts and brakes off of trains and have hundreds of thousands of people die. This is the Joker. Like, this is who we're talking about. This is not you know, some angel or some little fairy that got turned into like, you know, this mad demon, you know, this is who we is fictional character, but we all know all of us on this podcast, right? And everybody listening to this podcast knows exactly what and who the Joker is. It's not, he's not, there's no redemption of any type. There's nothing, even in the stories that he's been quote cured or rehabilitated. He instantly, instantly, once he stands there, he takes that time and it's always written that way. So there is no like, all yeah, right. But we've never had problems with the Joker, right? Look, because there's a guy not. named Batman standing there. There's a dude named Commissioner Gordon standing there. There is Dick Grayson or Jason Todd or other characters that you know about. There's at least other characters that will say, I'm not even going to like well, Edward Nigma will be like, I can't let this guy get too crazy. He's going to ruin everything for me. Right, so right, right. there's always I, a foil to I, it. I get that. But what I'm, just what I'm unfettered. telling you is that the Joker itself, the character itself right. has been sensationalized. Heath Ledger is considered one of the greatest portrayals of any comic book character in history. People go to comic cons dressed as him, obviously. So it's not like this is a new character that we don't know anything about. The killing jokes considered one of the greatest comic graphic novels in history okay. of mankind. Correct. Okay. But you know, it's what we're not talking about. The footnote is, is when you go to a convention and somebody's dressed like that, it's almost instantaneous in your mind, the back of your mind. I hope this dude don't pull no crazy shit off. Okay. That's a cool Joker yeah, cosplay. Well, oh, well, keep your eye on that guy. Well, that is shitty. Keep your eye on this guy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like literally right I, there. I understand. Uh, I hands understand. up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going off. Oh yeah, please. Up. Oh, no, no, no. You know, mm-hmm. like Eric, your comment about Columbine really put things in a different perspective for me because um, I hadn't really thought about it too hard. But ever since that kid, you know, like painted his face like the Joker and went to that movie theater, I do still to this day. Every time I go see a movie, I look and see where the exits so are and like how I could hop out if the right. need came up. Um, so it's kind of like. There's a weird mentality, I guess. Maybe we're like kind of desensitized, but also oversensitive at the same time, which Mm -hmm. sounds weird. It's a weird place. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until I see it. I, I do see multiple perspectives. Um, but to me, it's like the Godfather came out. The Godfather sensationalizes the mafia and the mafiosos. 
and puts them into such high regard. So did Scarface. And so did Scarface. But that we go ahead. We go love ahead. those characters. Brando as the Godfather, Pacino as Michael Corleone. They're fucking cold blooded killers. But on your flip side of that, let's like I keep saying, there is there's 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 a a cap at the end of that because those things were glorified, but the mob was taken down. You know what I mean? There may still be the mob. What are you but, talking about? Like Gotti was still going on. There was the mob. Was yeah, but still it wasn't. Fat. It wasn't like the mob mob. Like there wasn't. You know, yeah, murder yeah. Inc. They, they and Albert Anastasia getting murdered in no. a barber shop and all that kind of stuff. That's the point. Things are really happening right now, and that's the issue. It's just things are just too damn real now, and that's the point. You're right. The mob has been glorified. Everybody's all about being a, a boss of some way, shape, or form. But the truth is. It isn't as real. You know what I mean? When I say real, it's not like you're going to see that in the news every other day. You're not going to get all these other things happening. Now, people, there are real agents of chaos out there. Like, it's just it's just is what it is, man. And, you know, it's unfortunate because guess what? I'm sure the movie is going to be good. Oh, you got De Niro in it. You got all these guys. They're not going to just say, uh, here yeah, you go. It's gonna be a good movie. You know what I mean? It's just that uh, what we have now and what our normal is, is just not helpful right i uh i just gotta say man i didn't mean to turn the conversation the way it did <laughs> that whole thing, <laughs> this shit got real that, real that, quick that escalated quickly but, yeah. but like like that whole thing with the with the columbine massacre dude that just occurred to me while we were sitting here no, talking it's a great about point this. it's a great and point it, and it it sort of clobbered me like a ton of bricks having said all that i think the movie's gonna be phenomenal yes, yeah i i do agree. i just there's just so many concerns man because of people who will view this as like yep because yeah. here's 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 the reality when you want to when you want to get down to the bottom of it, no we don't know what the movie's going to be like for sure no we don't know all this here's what we're seeing in the advertisements all that blah 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 every time somebody in the news does something like any one of these mass shootings somebody sees it and is like yep that's that's what I'm going to do when my time comes. And that's why they've escalated in frequency and intensity. It's and I mean, I this is a really stupid analogy, but you're going to see where I'm coming from. This is why when dipshits jump out of the fucking stands and run out on the field in a baseball game, they re will not show it on TV. Yeah. No, so that people know that they're not going to get any sort of exposure out of doing it. And the, the fact that this stuff is so in your face and so in your face and so in your face, when these people are like, fuck this, I'm going to show these people, I'm going to go out with a blaze of glory and people are going to remember my name because I know for a fact that it's going to be on the news and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying that you, you we're stuck in this fucking hard line and it's way more palatable to know that real events are feeding this rather than having to manufacture some to help feed the beast too. I think. Holy shit, I didn't even know that's how I felt about it. But anyway, there it is. I'm done talking about it. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm sorry. No, it's a good point. Yeah. Thank Fuck you, Mirage. It's Wait, not me. <laughs> Rick brought this whole thing up. Fuck you, Rick. <laughs> take, off, take off that shirt. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, Rick. We love you, Rick. That was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. That's what's crazy about our podcast. We can be like fucking around talking about farts and stuff. And the next thing you know, we're getting into like some social crazy issues. Guys, we got real deep. We got real deep. Boo's like, I'm staying yeah. out of this motherfucking thing. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to drag you into this uh, crazy conversation, girls. No, yeah. so, sorry about that. But let's move on. <laughs> just like that, huh? Yeah. Oh, just like that. On to the dark crystal. Yeah. Let's go, guys. No. 
Listen, wait. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Dark Crystal because yeah. it's not in the show notes or anything, but I forgot to talk about this yes, last week. We did. People are, has everybody seen the Dark Crystal? I have not, man. Uh, okay. I saw the videotape in elementary school. I let my dog watch it when I went and saw a movie a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> right. Okay. So <laughs> here's where I stand on the Dark Crystal. I was always scared of the Dark Crystal when I was a kid because they freaked me out. Yep. The puppets fucking freaked me out. They still freak me <laughs> out. I watched 15 minutes of it and I had to stop because I'm going to get shit for this. It doesn't hold up, dude. No. The fucking puppets are bouncing up like little fucking... I'm puppets? S- I'm s- yes. Yeah. But yeah. They don't, it doesn't look good, no, dude. No, 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 no. Bringing it back to what Strother said about Team America, you know, that, that whole world police thing. Right. They were obvious that it was puppets and it was made fun of because yes. they were puppets. It's the same feel. Yes. And I've seen, I, I've seen clips of Dark Crystal where people are making fun of it. I'm like, what the fuck? I, you know, from, from the trailer, it seemed like they were better i guess or, or just kind of more fluid looking and I, they look they, it, i'm watching puppets i gave it a shot i swear to god i tried dude and i, I was i was watching carnival row for about nine eight eight nine episodes waiting for yes. that waiting for that to get good and then i flipped i flipped it to netflix for the dark crystal because <laughs> everybody's talking about it and it was fucking horrible and i'm gonna get shit for this dude it's not good it's not good sorry mark campbell it doesn't look good. No. They're fucking puppets, dude. It, it was bad. <laughs> and I, I feel bad saying it. I'm sorry. I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta tell you, where this conversation is right now is not where I was expecting it to go. Because here's what I heard. Man, when I was a kid, Dark Crystal scared me. And I turn it on. And I, after 15 minutes, I had to turn. And I know I'm going to get shipped for this. But I had to turn it off. And I'm like, oh, God. He's scared of it still. I oh, no. <laughs> no, he's... Eric, I am. Eric, it, it scared the shit out of me. I was by myself, and it, it scared me again. I was like, I can't do it. I don't know. They look weird. They, they move weird. Their eyes are weird. They are weird. They freak me out, man. And I, I, I can't get over it. I can't get over the scary... I am scared of it, Eric. I'm not going to lie to you. It, that has a lot to do with it. It just doesn't hold up. I'm sorry. And they, like, I, I, I watch like, episodes and I'm like, I, you know what? I remember this as a kid, fuck? but I remember that the only reason why I watched Dark Crystal as a kid is because it just happened to be on. Like it wasn't something that it, it just happened to be on. My dad was like, scare the shit. Out sit the hell down and watch this and be quiet. And we sat there and we watched it. We were quiet. It is what it is. Labyrinth was better. The Labyrinth was right. Yeah. I'm just going to call yeah. that out right now. Yeah, Labyrinth. Because I had Bowie, dude. Like, Bowie, yes. man, yeah. yeah Bowie. And, the and Oscar winner Jennifer Connelly. That's Jennifer right. Connelly. And That's the right. puppeteering was a lot better, but I mean, it's all from the same creature shop, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's all Jim Henson. Still, they, yeah, this around the Skeksis just don't look. They, yeah, it looks like they just dusted everything off, and they're like, all right, here I don't we know, go. man. I, I was, and I'm sorry, everyone. I was expecting after that last trailer, I was like. We all watched it. We're like, wow, this looks amazing. The story is great, but yeah, I'm going, uh, I didn't even get into the story. Yeah. Key question. Key question, though. Does it look similar to the original? Yes. Maybe that's the feel that they were going for. Maybe they didn't want to oh, separate that was, it. When that was the feel. When it's yeah. close up Sorry, with the puppets. Sorry, it doesn't work. Yeah, when, it, when it's close <laughs> up with the puppets, Carlos, it, it looks like the original. Yeah, fucking when you do all the like world shots and like the actual Weird scenes and all that stuff things. and you're into the setup shots and all that, yeah. the CG and all that stuff is great. The animation Ooh. looks great. So, that, so that's another key question. I don't know why the fuck we're still talking about this, but fuck it. <laughs> uh, so that's another question. Aww. Does the connection or the integration of the CGI with the puppets 
puppets. No. Nothing it works. doesn't work. Nothing no. works. So let's say if it was all puppets, all actual, you know, real tiny set pieces and all that fun shit, would it feel better? No. <laughs> so just so just Ixnay puppets entirely no. from now on. There goes there goes my idea for a fucking Fraggle Rock reboot there. Okay, okay, hold on <laughs> no, a second. No, 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 no. Fraggle, Fraggle Rock, Rock first and foremost, yeah. No, we can do that, don't, dude. Don't talk shit on Fraggle Rock. I, I'm with you on that, man. I'm on board, Eric. Let's get this thing funded and go for it. Speaking <laughs> of old HBO shows, we have a voicemail from Jim about such kind of things. <laughs> So let's listen to that real quick. How you doing, Sith List? I wanted right, to man. bring up a couple random ass things. A couple of weeks ago, you guys talked about your what would be your walkout theme music if you guys were wrestlers. And one pops into my head, popped into my head, and I just wanted to share it with you. It's Heading for Destruction by Jackal. I mean, everything would be dark. You'd hear that chainsaw start up saying, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're heading for destruction. Jackal reference Don't on you the list, go? by the way. And then I'd walk out when that guitar riff starts that I just think is so great and underrated. Nobody really knows Jackal or gives a shit. <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to bring up, kind of like they don't do it like they used to anymore, is the... The old HBO intro to any movie that you watched oh, in 1983. This. Hell yeah. There it is. There it is. It starts off with family in a living room and zooms out of their house and then it's going down the street and there's fake vehicles. It's like a, somebody set up an elaborate model. They've got fucking trains like and Crystal, buses Jim. going across and the music's building and there's a little piano and some harp is in there and then... You remember that, Les? Oh, there it is. It starts with them trumpets, man, and no bullshit. It pumps me up. I need to know if it rocks. I need to ask Mr. Strellers himself, does it actually, it's good, but does it rock? I mean, it's it's about to stop, and then <laughs> it, it builds back up again. I mean, I'd make it my ringtone if I could. Maybe Eric could uh, try it out on his uh, Millennium Falcon guitar sometime. I was feeling for him, talking about the uh, the swimming pool incident and... All that BS he has to jump through. I take my kids to swimming swimming lessons every Saturday, and it's like seventy five bucks a month. I mean, and they're a three year old and a one year old, so pretty much I'm just pushing them through the water. There's not <laughs> much swimming going on with them. But. Just making sure they don't drown. That's about it. Oh my god, it's fucking Cali. Always remember to bring a towel so he don't get all wet. All right, Cal. you're the worst fucking character ever. I know. I'm so Fuck high, it. I don't even know what's going on. Exactly, I love Tally. Tally's great. <laughs> Solid. Thank you very much. Jeff, yeah, dude. And that, that, I forgot all about that. Me too. That, that movie HBO? Book. Yeah. You know, I changed my mind about what my walk-in theme music would be if I was a wrestler. And it would be this right here. Oh. It's another mashup. It's, his, it's the mashup. Yeah. Kendrick's the shit. Good one, buddy. That's a good one. Well, thanks, Jim. For that. Was that almost a music master. minute, too? That was almost a music minute. I didn't intend for it to be. I just... Right. No, no, that's great. Thank you for that. Jim, appreciate it. I remember that HBO. Does it rock? I think he was asking you specifically, Eric, if it rocks. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, it does. It, like, reminded me of all... 
the stuff that was hot then, like weirdly, like the A Team and Rambo and uh, all the Chuck Norris movies and Terminator and all that stuff. That's what it makes you think of whenever you hear that music. He had one of those switch boxes for you, yes, like, doing the, a little switches and then that. Yes, yeah. and they go. That's how so you used to have to pay for Disney back in the day. Yes, that's, that's right. That's how we'd steal it. Yeah. Yes, you Disney thief, you. <laughs> We were just at my wife's mom's house and, you know, they don't shouldn't have any Internet access over there. It's like being in medieval times, just about (laughs) the kids are dumbfounded by scheduled TV. Well, wait a minute. Can't you just watch whatever you want? (laughs) Oh, no, this show doesn't start until this. Okay, can you pause it? I got to go to the bathroom. Nope. You better wait for a commercial and all ass. That is how what's, it used to be. What's a commercial? What a great segue, Eric, because here's the question. Oh, no. Netflix. I'm, I'm fucking segues are working today. The, the Netflix is changing one of their shows, so it's going to be episodical every week. And I wonder if. So how many people are going to cancel their subscriptions? Four. Which show? I, it's it's like a baker baking it's show. It's the Great British Bake Off oh. or whatever. There it is. Yes. The Great British Bake Off. But. My question is, I know Disney Plus shows are all going to be episodic every week. You're going to have to wait. If it gets to the point where that is the success, do you think Netflix will change their strategy? Like, Laura, let me ask Laura first. Laura, do you, would you like a show to, would you like to watch a show, just binge it, binge and purge it? Or would you like to wait every week and like go to work, talk about it? Remember how Lost was? You guys remember how Lost was? And every week watching Lost was like a big fucking deal. Yes. And we talk about all the theories and all kinds of crazy yes. stuff. Would you want Stranger Things, let's just say, to be every week instead of like being able to binge it? I think so. And I, I can call right now that Alice and I are going are, are gonna to disagree on this. Mm. I would prefer episodic uh, releases because I just don't really have the time to sit and watch all like all of it all at once and yeah. my biggest gripe was was uh house of cards because ah. i love that show and i would sit and watch it like start to finish over the course of like three or four days and then the next season would come out a year and a half later and i'd be like i have no memory of right. what this last season was about because i watched it all so fast and unfortunately that put me off of the show Man in the High Castle on Amazon. I really ah. liked that show. I watched mm-hmm. season one and two. Season three came out, and I—I I mean, I couldn't find a decent recap anywhere that would allow me to be able to sit and watch season three without mm. having to go back and rewatch seasons one and two in right. their entirety again. So I was like, you know, I decided to drop it. I'm like, I, I guess I'm just done with this show because I'm not going to sit and watch seasons one and two just so I can get through season three. This is. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like if it was more episodic and I had more time to sit and like actually chat with people at work and stuff every week about it, then I would remember it better. Right. I'm on the same page. I, I would rather have every show weekly, like Handmaid's Tale. Episodic. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I watch Succession right now and mm-hmm. I absolutely get excited now for Sundays because I know Succession's coming on. Yeah. I and get it. I want to yeah, feel right. that way for every show. Why wouldn't I? Like, I'm very excited that Mandalorian's episodic because we get to talk about it for a full week. Especially having yeah. a podcast, by the way, <laughs> get to talk about every single episode and go to work and just sit there and geek out. Well, you can't do that with Netflix shows. Stranger Things, yeah. we binge it in one night. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. done. And, I don't and like that. HBO has a pretty solid formula. If you think about it, uh, almost everything is 
episodic, it's weekly, and then you can always go back and binge everything before right. then. Exactly. So, uh, I'd rather have episodic. Yeah. Alice, how about you? I'm a pro at binge watching shit. Binge I watched all season two of Game of Thrones in one sitting. How dare you? First of all, Overnight. how dare you? How dare you? Because that's something that every person needed to pay their dues. We died every week. We literally died. <laughs> I called less one week and I said, I'll never watch this fucking show again. I threw my, after the red wedding, I threw my phone. I was yeah. so pissed. Oh, God. You didn't have to go through that. You just went to the next season. I had already read all the books. Oh, okay, oh see, so there you are. There you go. Yeah. Whatever. I read all the books in two months. Her dues have paid like in two I months. Went on, like, yeah. Shit. I went on like a reading binge. And I'm so good at watching TV shows. It's like I would win a platinum medal in the Olympics. I love it. <laughs> platinum. Platinum, not even gold. Let's skip a gold. Yeah. She gets her own podium. Yeah, she uh, just yeah. made a fucking medal up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I win so hard. Um, I think Netflix <laughs> has tried um, doing not like episodic. What? You are just jealous because you wouldn't win a platinum fucking medal. There you go. I, like I would have won a bronze fucking medal. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even be at the Olympics. Let's no. be real yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. My crown jewel is I watched 90 something episodes of the new 90210 in like 15 days. There's 90 episodes of the new 90210? There's a new I'm 90210? Sure. Yeah, there's a new 90210. What the yeah. Oh, yeah. It had, like, one of the people from Degrassi in it or something. Oh, from no, The Wire. Not, Actually, not Tristan BH, Wilds from The Wire was in it. The 90210. The 90210 reboot that was... Yeah, the reboot. I know. It's embarrassing. That's okay. I watched 13 Reasons Why. It's embarrassing, but uh, yeah, I watched season three of that in like two days. Well, no, I'm um, still, I'm still like in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm hanging around. Yeah, I'm still, yeah. I'm, it's tough to chew, but yeah. I'll get through it. But I think Netflix is kind of haven't really tried episodic, but they've tried doing like talk show type things. Like there was a yeah. Chelsea Handler show, and I don't think that lasted very no, long when they tried know. to do stuff. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a lot of the stuff they have too is kind of co-sponsored. Like Peaky Blinders mm. is technically like a Netflix show, but it's also a BBC show right. at the mm-hmm. same time. Whereas if they had another season of Sherlock, it would be Netflix and BBC mm-hmm. as well. Um, okay. I don't so, know if they have much choice so, in the matter, but I don't think they've, I think they have enough shows where they can just, you know, drop a shit ton of shit whenever. Shit a ton of shit's always they good. They do. Yeah. They, they yeah. do. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah. <laughs> shit of shit. That's very what this episode is going to be called. That's the a lot shit of shit. Of shit. That's a lot there of shit. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. yes. I'm very articulate. Thank you. <laughs> yes. No. There we go. Winner. You're a platinum winner. Platinum winner. Hey, what, uh, first of all, what, what are you ladies drinking? I don't oh, yeah, I know you're, we're doing you weren't beer, here for this. I wasn't oh. here for this. Yeah, yeah. Please. Vodka soda for me. There we go. Laura, you switched. It looks like. I have water now. I I finished my beer. I've already. I've been to happy hour tonight, so I've had two cocktails and I had a new Glarus. Oh, I don't remember what it's called. Some Wisconsin wheat beer, and now I've just got water with lemon in it. There we go. Okay. We've had mango cart here, and and the Dutch beer, the Holland beer from where? (laughs) The Holland Holland? beer from Dutch Dutch Republic. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, Now before we. We have one more thing, and then we're going to do the flash run, and then we're going to end it. Unfortunately, it's been so much fun so far. We're going to listen to King Tom and On the Throne with King Tom, because... We have to. We have to. Yeah. We're tractually obligated. 
Let's do On the Throne with King Tom. Gentlemen, the King! Hey there, Sith listeners and Sith listeners. This time of year, I always think about growing up. The fall always used to stand out to me because I hated going back to school. But then on the other hand, the pain of going back to school was always blunted by the fact that there were new episodes of my favorite series coming back with the new fall season. As an adult now, it's kind of the opposite. I enjoy the season when my kids go back to school. And as for new TV shows, well, I don't watch regular TV anymore. So I can't say that whatever the new fall season is excites me at all. I've been thinking about falls of the past. And it's easy for me to say 10, 15 years ago, I was really looking forward to the Septembers of those years because shows like Alias or Lost that I was really into would be coming back. You would have questions answered and mysteries solved. And it would be easy for me to say those seasons are some of my favorites and they were, but I had a bit of a challenging question. I was thinking, what was my favorite new season that I was most looking forward to growing up? And I want to know what yours was too. And I'm sure there might be someone saying game of Thrones, this or walking dead that, but I want you to think Whatever, back you, to what you used to look forward to because my answer is the 1993 slash 94 season, mostly because of two shows, Seinfeld and the Simpsons. Huh. I was huge into those shows back then. Still love them today. Well, more of the Simpsons only up through 98 or so, but I think the 92, 93 seasons of the, of each of those shows were among its best. And especially for Seinfeld, because that was the year that the whole season had that storyline of George and Jerry trying to sell a TV pilot to NBC. And by the end of the season, we found out that they were unsuccessful. But I remember that summer thinking, well, I wonder what they're going to give us next year. And while there wasn't a plot that went through every episode as heavily as the TV series one did, there were still some storylines that showed up throughout the season. As for The Simpsons, well, it was another great season. And I think those shows just got better. So if you ask me, my favorite TV season coming back was definitely 93-94. But I want to know yours. So that's my question to you guys this week. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Well, that was a poignant question after we just talked about all that stuff. I don't know the year, but for me is Lost. Lost was the thing where, by the way, thank you, King Tom, for that voicemail. It was fantastic. Lost was, you remember this, Les? We waited forever for Lost, and it was big questions that needed to be answered. And, and yeah. oh my God, season opener is coming up. And, and I was 100 miles away, too, at the time. You so were we would call away. each other. Yes, we would. At work the next day on speakerphone and everybody oh, be in your right. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Dude, what about this? What about that? I'm like, guys, guys. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, for me, it's lost. I don't know about everybody else. Uh, you want to chime in? Television shows from back in the day where you were really excited that it's coming back. Before Netflix, before Hulu, before all these binge and purge, before Alice won the platinum medal. We are trying to figure out what you used to watch, Alice, before <laughs> all of this. So I had thought about this a lot today because I was like what would this be for me and I was trying to find what growing up is because I still don't feel like a grown up um, and I'm never growing up fuck you <laughs> and, uh, so 
when I think back, I was such a TV child. My mom would like put me in the baby bouncer. I knew how to fix VCR tracking when I was two. Mm. Like I, you know, I, I watched a whole lot of movies. So TV shows, watching them on a weekly basis wasn't really like a thing I did. It was more I just go see a shit ton of movies or rent them and whatnot. Um so when I think of something growing up that I was most looking forward to, I realized that one TV show that I really cared about when it came out was Rugrats because ah. Nickelodeon didn't have cartoons before then. Mm. And I was like four so <laughs> yeah, no, I was like cool. super stoked about having a cartoon and that one to me being a toddler or whatever seemed pretty cool. Um, but other than that, I, I mean, I get excited about TV shows, but I know I can just always just watch them in one go if I really feel like it. Whatever. Um, but growing up, yes, Rugrats was my most anticipated series. I think Rugrats were awesome, man. They yeah. killed it. How about you, Laura? Do you remember a show that you're really excited about? Um, that's really funny that you mentioned Rugrats because I don't remember there ever being seasons of those shows. I feel like they were just like the same 10 episodes that were on all the time. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's the same way about like Doug and Ren and Stimpy and yeah, Animaniacs. Rugrats and Power hey Rangers. Arnold. Yeah. Hey Arnold. Which, by the way, Hey, hey Arnold, Arnold is on it's on Hulu right now, and my sister is like watching it all the no. time. It's awesome. hysterical. It's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I think the first show that came to my mind though when it when it came to like you know a show going on hiatus over the summer and like coming back in the fall, the first thing I think about is the show All That, which if you remember it was like <gasps> it was like that. Saturday Night Live for kids, and that was like <laughs> my first intro into like what sketch comedy was and i i have loved it ever since and so that that was probably like a really going back really young that was one of my favorites um growing up going a little bit older i was a big fan of the show will and grace on nbc and i remember being like so devastated when it went off the air i think that was like the year before i went to college It, it had its finale and i was just like utterly devastated but uh yeah those are the first two that came to mind uh in terms of, you know, really, really looking forward to some new season and then, you know, before the age of Netflix and whatnot. Right. No, those are good ones. I don't remember that sketch comedy one. I remember Hey Dude, right? No, there's, there's Hey Dude, but oh. all that was uh, Keenan Thompson. He was in yeah. Good Burger. Keenan, that's where oh. Good Burger oh, good, came, good Burger from, came from, that? Yeah, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. So I'm guessing oh. Keenan Thompson, Kel Mitchell, and all of them were in the first couple seasons. And yeah. then Amanda Bynes came in the second. Okay. Like thing, if I'm not mistaken, she's she's second version. Yeah, she was the second yeah. sort of wave. Yeah. yeah, she did like a weird impression of Ross Perot. Yes, <laughs> that's that right. She was like all skinny and a little kid with that. giant ears and bouncing that's around so and stuff. Funny. Yeah. Her <laughs> sketch so where she would hero. people would you know write in questions that's and ask right. her. Yeah, that was where she goes. <laughs> I live in Alaska and I'm cold. Put on a freaking coat. <laughs> yeah, she'd get angry at them. Well, put on a freaking coat. Yeah. Oh, I gotta awesome. go back and check that out. Yeah. <laughs> All that was uh and you know what TLC sang the intro. Did they? Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. That was TLC, <laughs> oh, dude. God. That was like well, I don't remember. that was Chili's I, I voice. That was T Boz and Left Eye was rapping. You're like, oh hell yeah, you start dancing to it, hey. 
He's, by the way, Les is dancing. <laughs> I did, didn't I? Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> sure did. How about you, Eric? Anything uh, that you remember? Three's coming? Man, this. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I love hold Lucy. up. Before we go in on Eric, on I love Lucy, thing, man. I have to ask, as soon as I heard VCR tracking, I looked at a Raj and I'm like, yeah. wait, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah. Good for you. Good. For, you know, great good, for you. Good for you. I wanted to point out, hey, Booty, you even know what that is, but we're going to leave VCR him alone. You know what VCR tracking is, Boo? Yeah, we're going to leave that. Uh, isn't that where like you're like it uh, like put it back or something like that? Mashing, but making the TV screen clear. That's right. Like that's butt right. mashing for TV. How dare you, Boo? <laughs> sorry, Eric. Sorry, I, just, Eric, I had sorry. to no, jump no, on that. No, you're it's been fine. a long you're time. Dude. Uh, for me, man, I was way into The Simpsons when I was young. Mm. But the, as far as like real episodic TV and thinking about it in seasons as it came out. Surprisingly, Saturday Night Live was a big oh, one for me nice. whenever I was waiting for the new episodes to come on. This would have been like in around 90, 89, 90 in, in that era. But then for like sort of your more standard issue TV, for, for me, it was Friends. I loved that stupid show. And I remember I was in this band, uh, this original band where there was NBC was doing a thing. It was like must-see TV premiere night. And we were opening for some national act at this mid-level club, man. And we were seeing the the season premiere of Friends in this, in this bar with a whole bunch of other idiots and playing for some national band who had one hit and never to be heard from again. But, uh, but yeah, probably Friends. Friends has gotten even... Bigger now because of Netflix, by the way. It's it killed it on Netflix. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Under me? When were you over me? Oh, oh, under no. me. I don't know. Okay. Uh Boo? Yeah, so uh mine, although I probably sh- not probably should not have been watching the show, was Family Guy. With Family Guy because I started watching it in that in between time. Right as exactly. That's why I said I shouldn't have been watching it. Uh, right as it got canceled in 2002, mm-hmm. I believe that's the time I was in uh, middle school. It was on Adult Swim. All the reruns. There's only three seasons. So I watched the shit out of it. Right. Funny enough, my parents wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons. But Family Guy, they had no idea about. No idea what the fuck it was. They're like, sure, yeah. go for it. That's awful. funny. Yeah. Awful. It's awful. like Simpson on, on steroids, Exactly. Man. Yes. So much worse. And then when I they... I can't believe they get away with the shit they get away exactly, with. Exactly, yeah. And then you're watching an adult swim. I guess I was part of the ones that watched it so much that they that Fox decided to bring it back in 2005. And mm-hmm. it's been on ever since. So I was waiting for that 2005... Yeah, The Simpsons, or not The Simpsons, uh, Family Guy's coming back. I was like, oh shit, that's cool, new episodes. And it's, you know, it's been a juggernaut ever since. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I didn't really anticipate seasons. I mean, maybe Lost was probably the only one. What I, I didn't really watch TV, I would watch TV because it was on all the time. And my dad would really be like, you can't watch TV until you do your homework. So I, I would have to lie all the time and be like, oh, I totally did my homework. But I realized that things changed with seasons because I would really look forward to transformers Mm. and transformers if you didn't have money if you were kind of poor and you didn't go see the transformers movie that very next season after was just ridiculous like you're like what the hell's going on here well yeah it was devastating as a kid to see i'm like watching and all of a sudden i go who the hell is this guy and they're like oh that's hot rod and i'm like well who the hell is he where's optimus what happened to optimus oh you didn't see the movie no i didn't see the movie Oh, you got to go see the movie. They're ahead of their time to kind of incorporate the movie into the Right, and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what the bleep's going on here? I have no idea what's going on. Or when you're watching Voltron and all of a sudden it's the cars and not Mm -hmm. the lions and you're like, what what happened? 
Right. What? 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 Yeah. So, I, I just am a victim of a guy that you you know you can get left behind if you don't stay on top of certain things. So, yeah, it just it sucked for me when I was a kid watching stuff. But no, as you. an adult, yeah, Lost and definitely Game of Thrones. Yeah, those are two big for ones. sure. For sure. Well, King Tom, we really appreciate the On the Throne this week. Okay, so we're going to end this thing with a unique version of the Flash Round. Now, I have the questions already. I already gave the questions to Laura and Alice, and I had them give me the answers to what they think the other would say. It's time for the Flash Round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. I'm going to go with Laura first. Han, Luke, or Poe? Poe. Yes, that was the right answer. And Alice thought you would say Poe. Vader or Kylo? Uh, Kylo. Vader. This is going to bring you guys closer together because by the end of this, you'll really know each other. Even She's not going to know this next one. I, I was torn. Okay. No, I'm not going to know this next one, but you're going to appreciate what I thought it was. <laughs> Favorite band or musical artist? This is a hard one for me to to come up with, so I, I went with Lily Allen. Uh, Alice, what did you think it was going to be? Fergie. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You said you love Fergie. I Remember do. that time we got really drunk? <laughs> yeah. And danced Everybody loves everything. And then we had were, to re-record. We were drunk and dancing. Of course I loved Fergie then. Who doesn't love Fergie you when you're you drunk and dancing? said you loved Fergie like two weeks ago. So this is, okay. um, well, I don't want to split you guys apart here because of Fergie. Because that, <laughs> that would be really shitty. All right. This should be, ooh, I don't know if this, uh, this is going to be a good one. Favorite type of wine? Um, I really don't have a favorite type. I just don't like anything sweet. And I prefer white over red. What did you say, Alice? Fuck, I said Chardonnay, bonus point if you say the word buttery. Buttery Ooh, Chardonnay. Yeah, I'm not super into buttery Chardonnays, actually. Ooh. You've talked about that before. No, I like, I don't prefer, I don't like I don't buttery. What buttery are you doing to them? I'm sorry, I didn't Fuck. think it was going to be. Dude, the Force Toast pod needs to stay together, yeah, Roger. What is happening <laughs> here, man? There's this gonna be so. These were hard questions. There's gonna be a lot of these that I didn't know about. I know her, they I'm were sure. hard. I, they were hard. Like favorites. Next one's favorite cereal. Mine's Cocoa Krispies. There's no way she knew that. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a no. Really good I one. just got Lucky Charms. Yeah, that's I, a good one to go I, with. I don't even eat cereal. So yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't know. I'm allergic to milk, so I never got that opportunity. I just put what my daddy eats. <laughs> Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. Yeah. Yes, you got it. Wrong. That that is. Don't even do it. Oh, no. Don't. I think it's wrong too. But they. I said yes because they both got it right. I think. What's wrong? With, okay. See what happens here. Tupac oh. or Biggie. Okay, this is like really sad. I honestly could not name a single song by either artist, so I went with Biggie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, I don't. I I don't care either way, so I just picked Tupac. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how I was. Right. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Favorite, I love this one. Favorite cuss word. Horseshit. <laughs> Horseshit. Okay, and she thought it was fuck. Yeah. She thought it was fuck. Yeah. I love Alice's answer to this, by the way. We'll get that in, get to that in a second. If you were to pick a planet to live in a Star Wars universe, which one would it be? I had a hard time with this one, but I went with Coruscant. Fuck, man. I 
pick Cantonica because you're talking about your favorite bar would be Canto Bite. Oh, I didn't actually didn't even think about that. That would be a really fun place to live. Yeah, I actually don't. Cantonica I don't would be cool. care for casinos much though. So I don't know. You're not into casinos? Get... No, not really. Yeah, Too much smoke smell. Usually that's the main issue. The yeah, is the cigarette the smoke. You walk in, you're like, oh, what the fuck. I imagine Cantobite has like some special like magic way that it doesn't smell like cigarettes, but who knows? They're they all vaping. smell like death sticks. They're all mm-hmm. vaping. They're all vaping. Correction. Right there. <laughs> what, what would we, what color lightsaber would you have? I went with blue. Fuck! I picked white. I oh, that's what I put pink. down. That's what I put down first, and then I changed it to blue. And I like I should have just left it. My you bad. almost had it. You almost had <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, I gotta be green because of Ahsoka. Shit. No, I went with blue because of Kanan. Favorite boy band. Insane. <laughs> Hardcore. Yes. You got yes, it. I there got it, it is. Got it. <laughs> Favorite non Star Wars movie. Uh, I'll be impressed if she got this. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Ooh. Uh, I put Just Friends. Just Friends. Stupid dick. Oh, God. That's, what a great movie. That is a funny movie. That is a good one. <laughs> Leia, Padme, or Ray? I went with Ray. Yes. Yep. Oh. You got it. This is going to be an easy one. Rogue One or Solo? That was Rogue One. Naturally. And the most important question of all questions, Beyonce <laughs> or Rihanna? I had to go Beyonce. It was yes! Beyonce. Absolutely. Absolutely. So not, not too bad. You didn't do too bad there. And, and yeah. it brought you guys together. Okay. Now we're going to flip this round now. Okay. <laughs> Alice, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Han, Luke, or Poe? Han, love me some Harrison Ford. Vader or Kylo? Vader. I want mm. Kylo for some reason. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I'm both fucked up that one. Well, I mean, I feel <laughs> like I feel like you'd like Adam Driver, but I don't know. I guess it's like it's it's Hayden versus Adam. So yeah. Well, this is more about the character, not the actor. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> band or musical artist? Uh, has of late would be. Tove Lo, however you pronounce her name, Sweden's saddest pop star. Yes. Mm-hmm. I put Taylor Swift, Taylor my bad. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> we did listen every day at Celebration. Or, yeah. Alice has called herself a Swifty, so that's why I went with that. So Ever has, since so the Netflix, has Eric, so we're good. That yeah. Netflix documentary, like, did me on. Favorite type of wine. <laughs> oh, I love this answer, by the way, that Laura gave. Oh, yeah. Um, I put Carla Rossi jug wine and the flavor of Chablis. I'm sure Laura will get part of it and say she got all of it. She got, got all of it. I got every piece of that. Nailed no it. Oh, yeah. Look, look at this. She calls it jug wine, but I think she's talking about Carlos Rossi's Chablis flavor. She nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Nice. Favorite so, cereal? Uh, oat bran. Hmm? No See, clue. you said earlier that you don't eat cereal, and that's what I wrote was I would guess that Alice doesn't like cereal. She got that. You <laughs> nailed it. If that's the answer, you nailed but it. But I had you... to pick something, and that was the last cereal I ate would have been oat bran. But that's okay, the only because she really got is... the right answer, which is you don't like cereal because you don't need cereal. So, yeah. good job. Yes, country or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. She got nailed that. it. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. I wrote Biggie. Yeah, my bad. Biggie. That's okay. <laughs> Favorite cuss word? Said fuck or shit fuck. Gotcha. I went with fuck and uh, I put Jesus motherfucking Christ to be uh, specific. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Jesus motherfucking Christ to be specific is exactly what she put. 
<laughs> if you were to if you were to pick a planet to live on a Star Wars planet, which one would it be? Oh, Naboo. Nailed it. Yes. Oh, I know you'd get the, I know you'd get that one. I knew you'd yeah. get that one. <laughs> what would be the color of your lightsaber? Purple. Damn. Mm, I put blue. Okay, blue's a good choice. That would be yeah. my top okay. three. Okay. Okay. I went Anakin and Obi Wan. I went blue. Favorite boy band. Backstreets back. All right. I had no idea. I put in sync too. I thought we were in this boat together, Alice. Fuck. Yeah. No. Favorite non-Star Wars movie? I put Love Actually. That's a, it's a great movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Love Actually is the it's best so Christmas good. movie of all time. That's how, and uh, it has Liam Neeson. It, it has does. Andrew Lincoln from mm-hmm. Walking Dead. It has a young Karen Knightley. It has who's uh, also Ch- in Cheetah. Uh, Cheetah. What's his uh, What's his name? Uh, the guy that plays Edge of Four. Edge of Four is in it. Yeah, Edgy Four's in it. Yeah. Elizabeth Shannon, I yeah. remember. And yeah. uh, Emma Thompson's in it. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. January in it. Jones. What a cast. January Jones. That's right. Mad Men alumni. What a cast. What a cast. Great movie. I love that movie. I watch that every Christmas Hugh Grant. Year. Hugh Grant. Who doesn't love Hugh Grant? Maybe Elizabeth. His ex wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I doubt she has very yeah. many kind words for him. Right, right. You're probably right. Laura, what that. did you think it was? I put Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Oh, that's another good one. So the story behind that is I went to brush my teeth at the beginning when he said that she died. So I had no idea that she died at the end. Oh, devastating. Oh, yeah. That, that was pretty traumatic. Yeah, that's devastating. Leia, Padme, or Rey? Padme. She nailed it. Yes. Rogue One or Solo? Oh, Rogue One. Nailed it. Yay. And then, of course, the best question of all best answer of all beyonce or rihanna queen bay queen bay is right absolutely you guys you guys did really well and you guys have come together as a as a unit now because now you know all the answers to these questions you know each other more now yes you're welcome you're welcome Uh, we're gonna have to listen to 98 degrees next time we pick a boy band Mm -hmm. i think that everyone will agree on yeah we gotta yeah we got neutral ground Una noche, dude. Absolutely. I know my night <laughs> They did that, didn't they? Yeah, give me one more night. Una oh noche. my goodness, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Boo's yeah. shaking his head. Oh. All right. Well, you know what? This has been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. We had a blast. We went on for multiple hours, which we normally don't. It's only because of how much fun we had. Can you let the audience know the listening audience know where they can listen to your podcast where they can find you on twitter and all that crazy social media stuff sure our uh our podcast is again force toast a star wars happy hour and we are on all of your favorite podcatchers including apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher spotify many others our website is www.forcetoastpod.com and you can find a full list there of all the places to find us you'll also find links to our twitter account Force Toast Pod. Alice is at Slaya all day, and I am shut up underscore Laura. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll have all that stuff on the show notes, too, guys. Just click on the show notes, and you'll have all that information right there. And please listen to their amazing podcast because if you like us, I guarantee you, you're going to love them. They're just like a uh, bizarro version of us. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is great. No, of course. So much we got to have you guys back on for sure. And I can't wait to hang out with you guys when you guys come down 
uh, for celebration in um, celebration August. 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 Yeah. Okay. So we got to definitely hang out and we got to have a drink because I, I would love to have a happy hour drink with you guys. That would be amazing, right? Most definitely. Absolutely. Okay. Easy peasy. Done. Easy peasy. Done deal. Mr. Carlos Borgueo, <laughs> a.k.a. Clark Gable, huh. where can yeah. people find you on the landscape of the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Mr. Crunch Crunch is more or less late now because of work. Where can people find you? <laughs> they can find him in traffic. Mm. That's right. <laughs> Fucking terrible California traffic. Mm. Uh, you can. <laughs> I'm on he'll, Twitter. He'll give out stickers in in the uh, in, in the. Yeah, I'll uh, hand them over through the yeah, drive, <laughs> through yeah, drive the passenger Yeah, because when it's a fucking parking lot, yeah. start throwing them like shuriken and taking people out so I can drive faster. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at lessmore seventy eight. And Mr. Eric Struthers, where can people watch you rock out with those golden locks of glory and happiness? At any of my numerous <laughs> gigs, <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. We can find about about my stupid guitar playing and my stupid podcasting. Listen to this podcast. It's the bad motivator. He's the baddest motivator of all of them. Sorry, Luke. Sorry, Dallas. And you can find me at the Sithless. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. We had an absolute blast. I can't wait to go and edit this thing and take all that stuff out of the middle that we shouldn't have probably talked about. Now, we will catch you next week on episode number 163 of The Sith List.
this alone. 